May I have your attention, please? The following program may contain material some listeners might find offensive. In fact, in this current age of political correctness and hypersensitivity, we can pretty much guarantee it. So, if there is even the slightest chance you think you might be offended, please do us all a favor and switch to the elevator music station and leave us the hell alone so we can get back to having some real fun. Thank you. Obama! You're always in my head now You made me lose my mind And I've got you in my bed now Why are you so unkind? And I waited so long for it all to hit the fan You thought that I was so bad and that I had a plan Once I got my on you, the time it moves so slow. You made sure it was tied down to that. Welcome to the Ministry of Slam, the last show of 2009 for the Ministry, and uh, big night for us. It's the Streamies, of course. The Streamies. The Streamies are coming. We've, we're going to be reviewing uh, WWE TLC pay per view. Big night for European uh, wrestlers last weekend. Yep. And uh, of course, we've got TNA Final Resolution going down tonight. Are we going to see a Hulk Hogan appearance? Possibly. Who knows? Are we going to see Jarrett back on pay per view? Yeah. That could, yeah, I mean, that's another option. He's turned up on Impact the last couple of weeks. Uh, of course, uh, Voodoo Vegas, so unkind, our Ministry of Slam theme. Uh, head on over to voodoovegas.com uh, for more information on the band and leave a message on their message board, and they will send you an MP3 of the track for free. Hey, it's awesome. you got to get it. It is. You seriously got to get it. Do you know what I'm going to do? What's that? I'm going to shake things up. Uh-oh. Let's do a streamy. Okay. Let's do a streamy right now. All right, then. What, what one did you want to do? Oh, bloody <laughs> hell. You threw this on me. I did. I did. Right, streamies. Shall we do... Uh, do shall we do an MOS one? Uh, yeah, let's do an MOS one. I have to tick these... Oh, have you got a pen? Um, no, you haven't got a pen. I haven't. We're so fucking prepared here. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Hello. I'm here to introduce... Uh, uh, Diva Stroke Knockout of the Year. No, I know who it is. Huh? I know who it is. I know, but we want the nominations, don't we? Okay, alright, yeah, read the nominations. Do the nominations. And the nominations for Diva Stroke Knockout of the Year 2009 are... Go Maurice. On. Yes. Beth Phoenix, Tara, Awesome Kong, Alicia Flash, ODB, Hamada, or Velvet Sky. Oh, and that last name, let's say it again. Velvet Sky. Because she won... <laughs> By a landslide. By a landslide. What was the percentage? It's 47.2% of the total vote. 17 votes. Uh, the closest person was actually a tie between Maurice Beth Phoenix and Alicia Flash. Okay. With four each. There we go. So Velvet Sky 
is uh, the Diva Stroke Knockout of 2009. Uh, because of that, she gets entry into the... Do you know, she's the first... Because we've done it in that order now, I didn't even think of this. She's now the first entrant into the Ministry of Slam Hall of Fame. Which yes. will be part of our new website when it launches in uh, in 2010. Are we are we bringing over the TSC guys, or are they now no, in the archive? It's a br- yeah, they're in the archive. It's a brand new Hall of Fame now. So Velvet Sky, the very first entry into that Hall of Fame. The first inductee. Yeah. And she's got a certificate as well. She's got a certificate, yeah. We're going to get that sorted. And uh, hopefully, all things being equal, presented to her in person. Uh, TNA Wrestling Tuesday 26th of January at the Bournemouth International <laughs> Centre uh, we're going to be there and uh, give Velvet her certificate her and prize and yeah it's going to be good now coming up throughout the night we will be doing these uh, these MOS streamy spots more streamies uh, we have six other categories to announce including the promotion of the year uh, the male and female interviews of the year and more importantly no, we've got listener. seven other have we seven other categories All right, then. yeah Oops. and more importantly the MOS listener of the year 2009 very highly contested that one the most contested one out of all of them yeah funnily, funnily enough. enough yeah that's a bit weird yes fucking uh, bullshit <laughs> the fuck was that that'll be the Iron Sheik okay <laughs> you know about the Iron Sheik these mongers <laughs> you can tell it's Christmas the sound effects are back it is right uh, should we get to WWE's TLC pay-per-view yes it was Let's. last weekend it was Sunday um TNA making changes left, right, and centre. They're pushing the young guys. They're elevating new stars. Something WWE has been, you know, really struggling with and not yep. really fully committing to over the last uh, few months. Uh, I think what we saw here was a a real change in thinking of WWE. It was a massive changing of the guard. Yeah. I mean, there was something that we didn't expect to happen happened. Um, we have two brand new champions yeah uh, in the WWE and both of them are European yes exactly yeah I think your graphic on the main page of, of MOS really signifies the fact that with Nick Aldis and Doug Williams in TNA is the TNA tag team champions with yeah. uh, Drew McIntyre as the brand new Intercontinental champion yeah and Sheamus the Irish Curse as the new WWE champion yeah really is a European invasion in this company Awesome. <laughs> if anyone wondered what that was, that's my uh, Ron Weasley one that Harry got. Uh, that Harry, your, your name's Harry now. Okay. That, that Andy got me for Christmas. Yes, it, it's pretty cool. It's not making the noise. I think because you and Kelly have just battered the hell out of them. There you go. It's good. I like it. A little yeah. light shoots at the end. <laughs> yeah, she beat me before, but then I put my finger over the uh, infrared thing, so she couldn't. Yeah, they're like two kids. It's all good. It was quite oh, fun seeing them run around the house trying to hit each other with wands. <laughs> quite impressive, really. Anyway, moving back uh, yes. to TLC. Yes, right. Shall uh, we start at the bottom of the yeah, card? Yeah, start at the bottom of the card. Uh, <laughs> Coffee Kingston, uh, Kiss My Lucky Egg, versus the Legend Killer Randy Orton. Now this was a bit weird. Mm. I thought I was expecting Kofi to get a lot more offense in. Um, he didn't. And Randy Orton got the victory. I think they. I mean, everyone else has been elevated, but they seem to his push is like ground to a halt now. It makes me wonder if he's done something to piss management off backstage, and it's just not been reported about. Is it because I is black? Well, I think it's because he's sponsored by Nest Coffee. Obama pimps white women and black women. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Including Kofi Kingston. Ooh. Uh what? Nah, keep keep going. What's happened? It's just saying is it, is it controversy well it's resting because that creates cash 
So Eric Bischoff told You've me. You've been reading Eric Bischoff's book too much. Apparently, Brittany Murphy's dead. Who's Brittany Murphy? Oh, what? That one that, with Ash- Ashton Kutcher and... Yep. Spanish has put R.I.P. Brittany Murphy. Fucking hell. But I can't find anything to confirm it. Uh, well, that'll be on the BBC website. I had a look a minute ago. Ministry of Slam, sponsored by this. <laughs> yeah, sponsored by Brittany Murphy, R.I.P. Um, oh, God. Yeah. No, hold on, people. I mean, yeah, TLC can wait. That happened a week ago anyway. And it was um, a WWE pay-per-view as well. Yeah. Well, uh, um, oh, anyway, I'll keep talking about yeah, this. Yeah, please. Um, yeah, I mean, Kofi, what they what they were struggling to do in this one is keep Orton strong whilst pushing Kingston at the same time. But um, Orton really went over very hard on this one. I, I don't know um, quite why they buried Kingston he, he just didn't come out of it looking very well, very good at all um, How? F- I'm going to check TMZ got it you're on Thanks TMZ to Spanner Brittany Murphy died early this morning Shit. after she went into full cardiac arrest and could not be revived uh, a 911 call was made at 8am from a home in LA that is listed to belong to her husband Simon Monjack uh, the LA City Fire Department tells TMZ we're told Murphy was taken to Cedars Signing Medical Centre where she was announced dead on arrival. Murphy starred in such films as Clueless, Eight Mile, and Don't Say a Word, and she was 32. Jesus Christ. Christ. That's a... Uh... Well, that's interesting. You weren't expecting that. No. Didn't, so it wasn't a wrestler that, that dies. It's Brittany Murphy now. Yeah. Wow. God, she looks like shit in that picture, though. Yeah. Is that taken after she died? Oh, no, it doesn't look like dude, it. Dude, she's not Katie Vick. No. <laughs> Kane Shags. Anyway. <laughs> continuing. Oh. Um... So that was Kofi Kingston, uh, Randy Orton. Uh, Randy Orton goes over. Kofi Kingston comes out of it looking like shit. Uh, WWE Women's Championship. Michelle McCall, the champion, versus Mickey James. This wasn't that bad. It was all right, considering. Yeah, it was, you know, Mickey got enough offense in. I really thought she was going to go over M- McCall. Yeah. Um, again, it makes you think that she's really in the doghouse with the company. Because yeah. you know she signed that contract now to record a country and western album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I woke up this morning and I kicked my dog. <laughs> oh my god. What? <laughs> You're trying to sing a dog song on country and western. Sorry. Um but yeah, I mean maybe that yeah, like you say, maybe that just didn't go down well with Michelle McCool. With Michelle McCool or WWE. Well what all Michelle McCool did is she went to The Undertaker and said she didn't like the finish, so the Undertaker changed it for her because he's she's sagging him and he's dead and he can go to management and do what he wants. Yeah. Wow. Just Undertaker brings in his own guest host for Monday Night Raw tomorrow, Brittany Murphy. <laughs> Still warm. Special guest edition of the funeral parlour. Oh dear. Oh, <laughs> yes. oh we shouldn't be joking about it. No, we shouldn't. But we but, do. But we do. Um anyway, women uh, w- women still <laughs> anyway, women's champion. Women. <clears throat> <clears throat> still women's champion Michelle McCall and Layla comes out to the ring again for this one. Who? Layla. Layla. Oh Layla. Yeah, Layla that L. frizzy haired crazy woman. Yeah. Who's from London with a really bad accent? Is she? Apparently. Oh, okay. She's English. Right. Yes. Why didn't they just use Katie Lee Birchall for it? She is actually English. Uh, because she's um, because she's got the name Birchall at the end of it and they don't seem to rate them they don't push people called Birchall considering the fact that they did a loser lose ECW match last month yeah. and Birchall hasn't actually reappeared on any of the TV shows that's not good and I'm expecting to see him um, fired soon well thing is though they're rumouring in January to do releases after Christmas nice and I really and I don't want it but I really can see Paul Birchall's name being on the release queue 
He's, he's got to do TNA, surely. There's so much potential. I know well, I keep banging on about it, but he really has got so much potential. The thing potential. is, though, if he goes, he's going to be under a 90-day no-complete cause. Yeah. Speak to Doug Williams and get him in. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, just bring him back. Bring and him he, back in as a bodyguard to start off with for the British Invasion, something like that. Rob Terry. Yeah. Yeah, he comes in, he screws over Rob, of Rob Terry. Well, yeah, he screws over Rob, uh, Rob Terry. Yeah, he's Welsh. He's not really going to realise. Mm. And then the Brits become a proper, you know, British invasion. Because yeah. unlike Roddy Piper, who's Scottish, <laughs> <laughs> Rob oh, Terry dear. is actually Welsh. Yes, that's true. Anyway, moving on. Uh, women's match done. Finished out of the way. Uh, I felt like Gordon Ramsay there. Women's match done. done. Um, <laughs> Intercontinental. Too much. Yeah, I, I watched that last night. I watched the Caribbean cookery. I one. missed that. No, it was good. It's on four uh, OD. I have to watch that. Yeah, right. Uh, Intercontinental Championship. Now this was a good one. John Morrison, uh, who was defending his belt against Drew McIntyre. Now awesome match. I thought this one. Um, Drew came out of it looking so good. He was um, the. He pulled the belt off of John Morrison and threw it over the other side of the mm. ring, which caught, uh, enabled him to do a thumb to the eye on John Morrison and uh, grab him for his mm. uh, chicken wing DDT. Yeah, uh, I don't quite know what they've called that. No, well, it used to be used by... Um, Foley. It, no, well, yeah, yeah, Foley used to use it. Yeah, it was Kabashi, I think, used to use it. Yeah, it was that's on the right. Japanese. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Um, and, yeah, that move is just fantastic um, the, the, he's got it looking so good the one thing I loved about this though was the fact that Morrison did the Starship Pain on yeah. McIntyre and he got out of it without making Morrison look weak yeah or the finishing move yeah because he basically just had his foot under the bottom rope yeah but it was a really clever way of doing it mm. because of the fact that seriously that could have made Morrison look weak yeah Morrison is now free and the big question now mm. is the fact that Rey Mysterio we know now is number one contender for the world heavyweight title yeah um, road to Wrestlemania we've heard the challenge between yeah. The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels yeah on the slammies on the slammies which are not the streamies because we're better yeah um, yeah we actually get our words out correctly at some points <laughs> and we're not Unlike scripted Dennis Miller the show Triple H <laughs> that was awful yeah it wasn't good um, do you think Morrison could headline Wrestlemania this year as the number one contender now he's lost the Intercontinental belt I think they're going to yeah push him up to the, the higher end of the card and, and go main event I think that's the way they've got to do it now they, they're desperate for talent up that that sort of uh, top end I mean again we've got again same as we were saying this time last year I think it's uh, Michaels Undertaker both teasing retirements Edge could come back now could come back later might not even come back at all if it mm. doesn't go to plan uh, Triple H again he's not going to last forever just get these young guys up into the main event would you want to see that match again what Undertaker Shawn Michaels I don't see how they could top the other one to be quite honest they both have changed so much in 12 months mm. Undertaker has spent more time on the shelf than he's been back but then so is Michaels do you know what I'd like to see Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels versus Sheamus in a triple threat match for the WWE Championship. Well, apparently, yeah. Michaels is facing Sheamus. He's being okay. advertised for house shows for the WWE Championship. Interesting. So I'm wondering if Michaels is going to be going into a, a feud with Sheamus and WrestleMania will be a Michaels headline. Well, what I'm thinking is if they go that triple threat route and um, what way to shock the crowd, the fans, everyone, have Sheamus not pin the Undertaker because that is he's still far too new to go over someone like Undertaker but yeah. pin Michaels 
and come out of the match victorious, still with his WWE title. Undertaker's not still not been defeated at WrestleMania. So I suppose his winning streak would still yeah, be in. Yeah, he's, he's never been pinned. Yeah. Technically, so you can still do the undefeated at WrestleMania because he's he's never been pinned. I mean, technically, he didn't. He's the loser or one of the losers of the match. So I don't know how they play it, but they could get around that. Um, I hadn't thought of that actually. Yeah, do that. Always think about when you lose a match that that's classed as a loss. Mm, but he didn't pin. He didn't get pinned. He didn't submit. So he he's tap out. Yeah, yeah. So that's they, they could always play it that way. But yeah, I mean, Drew Drew came out this one looking great. John Morrison still came out looking good and can easily go up to main event level. Drew McIntyre came out looking better than Sheamus, in my mind. Yeah, the crowd is still having trouble adapting to him. I think he's he's definitely got to build some more character into his uh, into his gimmick. He needs again what we've said for the past few weeks something that's been missing he manager. needs a manager yeah definitely someone who and I'll tell you what if they're going to look at the UK mm. Gilligan Gordon great yeah manager of Joel Redman yeah but the man awesome. who's more like Bobby the Brain Heenan mm. in his prime really if you look at a manager yeah you know he is the UK's answer to Bobby Heenan he's yeah. quick fired or if they would if he would do it and he would come out of retirement mm. the twisted genius Dean Ayas well, that would be good yeah because who knows those guys better mm, yeah do, uh, do you know who's got to be kicking himself there again bringing up the name Paul Birchall mm. they're all of a sudden giving these, this push to uh, Seamus and Drew you know the UK guys uh, or the you know from European guys we'll say to be politically correct um, and you know Birchall's been on the roster for ages he's capable of so much but they've never really put any faith in it's him it's the same with Regal though isn't it really yeah, I mean, Regal's never going to be champion. He's just sort of floating there. He's good at what he does, but he hasn't got... He's missing that X factor to be, uh, you know, a, a proper full-time champion at I the top of the card. I don't get... I mean, you and I know Drew and Seamus pretty well. Mm. You know, we've we've met them quite a few times. We've spoke to them in depth at backstage at shows. We know them pretty well. Yeah. As much as we like them, I can't see why they're getting the push over Paul. Yeah, because if you look talent-wise, yeah, Drew might be slightly ahead mm. of Birchall. Yeah, Birchall's got the ability to go. I know Kelly's just brought in a bit of paper saying Brittany Murphy's dead. We found out about ten minutes ago. TMZ dot com. Mm. It's all good stuff. Why did you feel you had to interrupt the show to to say that? I know we we found it already. <laughs> uh, who told you? Oh, you found it on the internet. And Rage Against the Machines, number one. Yeah. Brilliant, isn't it? No. It is. You wanted Joe McAldry to win. No, I didn't. I wanted someone else to win. Cliff Richard didn't release a single this year. And George Michael did, and it was prom on Christmas. Oh, December yeah, song. George Michael's gay. <laughs> Literally. Anyway. Well, he's um, happy. <laughs> ECW Championship. <laughs> Uh, this was a ladder match now something pissed me off in this match go on um, it was Christian versus Shelton Benjamin awesome match by the way yeah yeah uh, Christian's in the ring ladder drops on him big cut underneath his uh, un- underneath his eye blood everywhere they stop the match get a cut man to come down and put a load of grease and or whatever and seal up the cut so there can't be any blood and did the- you hear what the explanation was what's that the Texas Athletic oh, State Commission yeah 
Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. And the whole crowd start chanting, we want blood, really loudly. And then at that point, I think they must have altered the audio mix so they, they didn't pick that up. They were just picking up some quieter fans over the other side of the arena or something. But um, crowd were not happy with that at all. Well, it looks so amateurish, didn't it? It did. It happens. It happens. Yeah, I mean, I can understand them, you know, not wanting people to go out there and write, I'm going to blade and then you're going to blade it with a bloodbath match. And yeah, but accidents happen, especially if you're going to do TLC pay-per-views. Well, yeah, I mean, that we, we said that, though, mm. when we were doing the preview for it last week. Yeah. Somewhere along the line, someone is going to get busted wide open. And yep. it's not going to be um, the fact that they've bladed in the corner. It's going to be the fact because those bloody ladders hurt. Yeah. You know, and they have got sharp edges on the ladder and they are going to hit you. And if you get hit in the wrong area you're going to bleed mm. it's human nature we're not infallible and to come out and stop it and to come up with a really shit excuse like the Texas Athletic Commission <laughs> state that they can't bleed how many times seriously have they done an event in Texas and yeah. it's been a bloodbath exactly what happened uh, Tuesday in Texas with uh, Randy Savage and, and Jake the Snake and he had a, a, a flipping cobra on his arm where were the Athletic Commission then it's only been brought in since WWE went it's, PG uh, it was only brought in last week and then yeah. stopped almost immediately after the pay-per-view yeah yeah Unbelievable. Is, what happened in the boxing match if they were doing it in Texas? Yeah, I Would know. they stop it then? No, probably not. Mm. Don't shoot me with my own wand, Kelly. <laughs> That's my wand. It's a Ron Weasley wand, that is. Oh, dear. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, really good match. Yeah. Um, really good match. Christian and, and Shelton Benjamin. Thought we were going to see a change in the guard here, Shelton Benjamin uh, going over Christian, but it didn't happen. It makes you uh, wonder what they're going to do with that belt now, because... It's mm. defunct, really, isn't it? That's got to be his last big title defence, I think, before they retire the belt or rename it or or whatever. It's going to be... The question now is going to be what they do with that belt. Mm. You know, are they going to amalgamate it with a WWE title and have Sheamus completely destroy Christian? Yeah. Or will they do it with The Undertaker and have The Undertaker completely roll over Christian? Because he's going to get rolled over. They're not going to make a unification match and have Christian go over one of the new one of the two champs. No. No. Or are they going to merge it with the US belt? Yeah, possibly. That could, that would be a lot better, I think. Definitely, definitely. Um, right, what else have we got to get to? The uh, Unified World Tag Team Championship match. Now, this was the full TLC match. Um, and also the main event. Yeah, uh, DX and Jericho. Uh, Jericho champions. And again, totally anti-R prediction last week. They've put the belts on DX. Mm. But I, I don't know what direction they're they're going to go with this. I don't know. I don't get it. And I think it was a big mistake. Yeah. An interesting end to the match, though, with uh, Triple H holding up the one half of the ladder and and uh, Michael's climbing up to get the belts. And the fact you can physically see Triple H straining to hold the ladder up. Yeah. And, and then the, the the bell rings and Michael's is standing up there posing with the belts. And yeah. you, can, you can see Triple H. He's going to get the fuck down. I can't hold this forever. And he's just like... And then Michael suddenly looks and goes, OK, I'll jump off. Yeah. And you can yeah. see the relief in Hunter's face when he asks that that ladder's gone. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that was that was uh, the main event of the show. Uh, that was on on last. What else do we have? Of course, the other uh, other two championships. We had there was the chair match: Undertaker and Batista. This was crap. It was, yeah. Again, one of those weird stipulation. You know, Teddy Long getting involved. I'm sure there's a bigger storyline. Yeah, coming, because it, coming it just, out into this, it just came out of nowhere. Mm. You know, it, it's really sort of gone to the animal. Yeah, I mean, we were thinking Batista. They've they've got to get the belt off of Undertaker before Mania, surely. Well, 
Yeah, because he can't go too much longer. No, no, not at all. And if they're going to go Cena Undertaker or even Michael's Undertaker, mm. he's going to go over, so they're going to need to get the belt off him. Yeah, To the exactly. animal. Yeah, I mean, that. I, I can, the only thing I can see they're going to do now is, is maybe a rematch at Royal Rumble, Batista and Undertaker. Well, Ray's the number one contender. <sighs> which means that. at Royal Rumble, it's meant to be the Undertaker versus Ray. <laughs> so if Ray goes over the Undertaker, that's going to make Batista look Useless. really strong. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the one we do need to spend a bit of time talking about, which was uh, the the big shocker of the night, the mm-hmm. WWE Championship Tables match. John Cena, the champion against Sheamus. And um, again, Sheamus looked pretty strong all the way through the match. Uh, the finish didn't, I don't think, quite went to plan. No. There was uh, both of them struggling on the top rope. Uh, chair, uh, table positioned in the middle of the ring. It looked as though Cena was going to superplex Sheamus into it. They were up there for ages it seemed like sort of jockeying for, for position trying to get their balance until Seamus finally nudged Cena and Cena shot off backwards through the table and then Seamus fell off the uh, yeah. turnbuckle and it, outside the ring it was like an oversold move wasn't it you know where Mick Foley used to say he had that popcorn kernel and he sold it and threw outside of the yeah, ring yeah that's kind of like what it was that's the thing yeah um, didn't expect Seamus to walk out no as the WWE champion and I was even more surprised the fact that they made him keep the belt on Monday Night Raw yeah we thought there might have been a quick title change uh, you know turn it turn it backwards and yeah give it straight back to to Cena the following night or someone else even yeah you know with uh, the slammies going on and all sorts of randomness three hour Raw you're expecting something really huge to happen instead we've got Cena versus Orton again yeah yeah not good no. not good um, what would you give it out of five stars on a on a pay-per-view for the entire card yeah Kelly says two or she's most swearing at me <laughs> I think she's more swearing at you yeah I'd say uh, about three and a half four just for the TLC match yeah possibly yeah I'd say three and a half to four yeah it wasn't yeah, the worst I... card of the year for like a gimmick pay-per-view it wasn't the worst one that was Hell in a Cell yeah um, but it wasn't bragging rights wasn't yeah. great and what was the submission one uh, breaking point breaking point yeah that wasn't good at all mm. anyway um, that was WWE's TLC. You can buy the DVD, actually pre-order it now from uh, silvervision.co.uk. Yep. Uh, check those guys out, pre-order your copy, and uh, believe it's released early next year. Yes, around so January. You can get that. A uh, little bit of Bing Crosby in the background, White Christmas. It's our Christmas show, everybody. We should be being happy. We are. It's Christmas in we five are. days. Yeah. So we'll get happier in the next uh, segment of the show, because we're going to be talking about TNA. Yeah. Um... So we're going to go to Kelly for a little bit of news and uh, we'll be back after this. Be merry and bright And may all your Christmases be After Linda McMahon seemed to use Barack Obama's promo on WWE's Tribute to the Troops special for political gain, the White House issued a statement to the Hartford Current paper stating that the message Obama filmed for the special was for the troops and not done in any way to show support for WWE. 
The White House said that Obama did not tape the promo for WWE for the troops and doesn't mention WWE once in the message. Obama! Despite Shane McMahon's resignation from WWE officially going into effect January 1st, 2010, he hasn't been working at WWE headquarters in Stanford since he resigned. Morale amongst staff at WWE's offices was said to be way down with departures of Shane and Linda McMahon. From the Ministry of Slam News Desk, I'm Kelly with the News of the Week. Invincible Crane, and you are listening to the Ministry of Slam Radio Show. Enjoy, or else. Coming December 21st. The government has targeted me and me only. Now the FCC tonight is cracking down, issuing a record fine. He will be regarded historically as one of the most significant pop cultural figures of this era. Hey, don't you wish your crusty old loins could pop out another superstar? No, huh? I don't need another superstar. We have enough here. The king of shock radio hits the L.A. airwaves. And even before his Anything Goes radio show has begun here, Howard Stern is the topic of a lot of discussion. Howard must have felt like Jack Nicholson's Joker. You know, when they get a load of me, Lee's <laughs> new baby. Any change radio, any change what people are allowed to do on radio. God forbid somebody should say duty on the air. Any change what people expect to hear on a talk show on radio. You know what? Screw you. Right. <laughs> the next chapter in the award-winning radio documentary. I am Batman. Is the movie really called Cartman? Oh, this one is. He actually made radio cool again. Where's my yellow broad? I need soup and sex. I'm not paying for your incidentals or those little extras either. Well, I will be going to a strip club Friday night for uh, Fred's bachelor party. Whether Fred is there or not is really irrelevant. After the fall of his enemies. Get out! You're nothing to me. You're a flea on my ass. You know, Howard was like Napoleon to me in radio. Everyone's a dick. He's a foul-mouthed jerk. <laughs> Thank you. Chevy. Let's not even fight. Let's just let it go. After the epic battles. He not only, uh, you know, took a market, but he would want to conquer. And take over and destroy. We take over a city like cancer takes over the human body. They cut the wires to my broadcast. And I thought, wow, I'm really getting to them. That's pretty lame. Came the rise. Of a king. Los Angeles, your king has come. When Howard broke, he broke so big. All hail Howard! Where's my Mercedes when she got the cookie bus? He's entertaining. He's brilliant. Howard Stern's private parts. Yeah. It's <laughs> not fair. It's actually one of the greatest books ever written. Stern dashed past thousands of cheering fans. We had shut down Fifth Avenue. It was almost like the Beatles on a hard day's night or something. They had to lift me off the ground. We are proud to announce a new television project. We will now be on the E! Entertainment Network. It was Howard Stern to the rescue of a desperate man. He told Stern he was going to jump from the George Washington Bridge. And Howard was instrumental in helping this guy to get off that bridge. took me so seriously and started calling me a hero. I am honored to be the Libertarian candidate for governor. I'm in this to win. So as nutty as this all sounds now, 
I could have been governor. I, I believe I would have won. Howard, will you masturbate in the governor's mansion? I will absolutely <laughs> masturbate in the governor's mansion. I'll never stop that. Radio and pop culture will remember Howard Stern just like everybody in the world remembers when Obama became president. I'm a kingmaker! The history of Howard Stern. Act 3. Your egg and that sperm together. Howard's king Evidently created something that the world truly needed. What was that? Me! Coming December 21st, exclusively on Sirius XM Radio, Howard 100 at Howard 101. Is that a stroke of brilliance or what? The UK's best since 2005. The Ministry of Slam Radio Show. Yes, I am going to be playing this every time we do a streaming. Oh, it's awesome, isn't it? Streaming number two. Uh, let's. Which one are we doing? I think we said we're going to go for an MOS one, didn't we? This an time? MOS one, yeah. So, uh, which which one should we should go? Should we do Moment of the Year? Moment of the Year. Right. Moment of the Year. What were the nominations, Andy? The nominations, Lee, yes. were MOS Legacy versus the LWO Feud. Yeah, that was uh, middle of the year. That was an interesting one. It was very strange. <laughs> the Latino World Order. Oh, God. Our the mi- Latino World Order? Uh, Latvian the Latvian World, World, World Order. Order. Our Missing Friends from Ireland, the Northern Ireland Connections Weekly Calls. Yes. Uh, Jeff Hardy went to Georgia Call from uh, <laughs> Azino Massa. Zach's musical phone call intro supported on his voices. Uh, Roddy Piper's from Scotland. Okay. And uh, as well, there's the, uh, the Terry winner. Terry Funk being spit roasted. Terry yeah. Funk being spit roasted. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, yeah, technically, this is your award. You need to uh, have an acceptance speech. I'd like to thank all of the uh, producers and uh, <laughs> more importantly I'd like to thank Terry Funk <laughs> and Sean Oliver from Kayfabe Commentaries for putting that fucking picture up on the website and making me all confused on a Sunday night Terry Funk being spit roasted fucking bullshit <laughs> bastard <laughs> Terry Funk being spit roasted okay you, you can fire you. stop <laughs> playing it now <laughs> Terry F- Terry 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 F- Terry Funk being spit roasted <laughs> <laughs> it's never gonna leave Okay, so Terry Funk being s- hog roasted. Terry Funk being spit roasted. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Ah, <laughs> we, we should point out that um, Spanner actually put that nomination in, so he should pick up the award. Okay. But um, he's not, because I won it. Ha! Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, tonight, a big night in TNA history. Not as big as the uh, as the 4th of January, but uh, it's their last pay-per-view of the year. Hang on, what's happening on the 4th of January? 4th of January, uh, TNA Impact. That's a Monday night, isn't it? That is a Monday night. They're live, aren't they? They are. From the Impact Zone. Exactly. Against Raw. Against Raw. Going to be good. It is going to be good. Uh, they are... <laughs> yes, it's their last pay-per-view of the year. A lot of stuff will be happening on this show to lead into that. Uh, show now of course we've seen impact on thursday uh we've got the pay-per-view tonight yeah impact next week i don't think no uh, there's no more sort of proper tv happening until the the 4th of january now. yeah the 4th of january they're going to come back live um, because they're doing a a diva knockout they're doing a knockout one night tournament that's new year's eve that's new year's eve they've got four hours worth of impact yeah, this week that's I right I yeah. think that is the um, best, the of, best the of the year and the normal TV I think that right. they've already taken we'll check that one out 
yeah in a moment um so final resolution final resolution yes has the return of feast or fired now it's still not been 100 percent confirmed who's been in it it seems to change the graphic um, is up on the website mate is it okay yeah and i can now exclusively reveal to our listeners the contestants for feast or fired okay go who for i it. can actually i can see uh samoa joe Robert Rude and James Storm Beer Money Kevin yep. Nash Eric Young Sheik Abdul-Bashir Kiyoshi um, Homicide Jay Lethal Consequences Creed and Cody, Cody Dina now right Feast or Fired what do we think on this one of course uh, for those people who don't know the concept of Feast or Fired uh, around the ring there are four briefcases and uh, one of them contains a world title shot contract. Yep. One of them contains a world tag team title shot contract. One of them contains an X division title shot contract. And the other one contains a pink slip, so that person is fired. So who do you think is going to get what? Um, I can pretty much tell you who's going to get the fired case. Cody Dina? Yeah. Yeah. See, I was thinking suicide was going to be in this, and then um, you know, pull off the mask, and it's Kaz. But do that's like a curry man type. Exactly. It's very unusual to see a feast or fired match without Christopher Daniels in it. Yeah. So yeah. In fact, this is Daniels's match. He's won every one of them. Yeah. I mean, the, the only person I can think is it's either going to be uh, Cody Dina or possibly I'm thinking Sheikh Abdul Bashir. You see, the fired case. I would go Cody Dina or Jay Lethal. I think Jay Lethal was doing that Legends thing at the moment. Yeah. So it makes sense to keep him around for when you've got Flair and Hogan yeah, and all that point. lot around. And he's jobbed out to every one of the Legends who's come in so far. Yeah, Tatanka actually looked pretty good. Yeah, not in bad shape. Mm. Better than Jim Neidhart. Oh, yes. Jim Neidhart was pregnant. <laughs> With two different time zones. Yeah. 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 Um, um, so Cody Dean is going to get the fired, Matt. The yes. fired case. X Division title shot, I think, will be... Um, Homicide. Wouldn't surprise me to see Jay Lethal really yeah get that uh, tag okay. team title shot I reckon will be Eric Young I think it'd be too obvious to give it to Beer Money and I reckon the world title shot Robert Roode yeah I'd go with that one yeah Robert Roode deserves I, I love Beer Money I mm. think they're the best tag team in pro wrestling today yeah. but they've got to that point now where they need to either win the tag titles and go on a dominant streak yeah or go separate ways yeah I mean I'm hoping they can go the, you know still have the tag team matches but you know Robert Roode is you know can go after the World Heavyweight Championship or at least have a, a pay-per-view headline match Robert Roode against um, AJ Styles and you know Roode comes so close to winning the belt um, have a brilliant match and you know handshake and hug at the end mm. and you know pay-per-view match of the year already well the thing is they, he showed that he can pull off a main event level match a couple of weeks ago on TCS mm when he went up against Kurt Angle in the semi-finals yeah. that was an unbelievable match that had been on pay-per-view that would have been one of the main event matchups. yeah definitely it was definitely. unbelievable an Angle with a bad neck as well yeah 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 <laughs> difficult I don't know how that guy managed to, um, to to pull it off but again professional like Robert Roode I mean years uh, two or three years ago we spoke mm. to Kip James and um, he said you know Robert Roode is the future of the company he's so good um, and he's not going to be in tag teams for, for much longer but you know he has been it would be give, good to see him finally get that singles that's push. just it give credit where credit suits are rude I mean he came in he was part of Team Canada yeah he had that one mid card singles push where he was you know rude incorporated and he had Tracy Brooks as 
you know, Miss Brooks at ringside. Yeah. Um, then he went into that beer money gimmick with James Storm, which has been quite easily the most popular tag team in TNA, the most um, well-rounded tag team in mm. pro wrestling, no, beating AMW. Yeah, definitely. It's like the most popular and most, you know, longativity in a tag team. Yeah. And their gimmick is so over. I mean, you and I remember Wembley back in January of this year. Yeah. The whole arena split down doing the beer money chance yeah. when they were in the ring against Team 3D. Mm. Team 3D were getting a great cheer, but beer money got the biggest pop of the night. Exactly, yeah. More so than Jarrett, who at that point had not wrestled in the UK before. Mm. You know, unbelievable. But James Storm could do so much more on his own, and Robert Root could do so much more on his own. Yeah, I mean, bring back. Uh, do you know what would be interesting? A little storyline to to go on is how, I think I've, I've mentioned this on the show before. Have Chris Harris turn back up on uh, on TNA TV, and then James Storm sort of ripped in two. Does he stay with Robert Root for beer money, or does he go back to Chris mm. Harris and reform AMW? Well, it makes you wonder that because Harris was backstage a couple of weeks ago at, at Impact. Mm. Yeah. So he's obviously now back on speaking terms with uh, Dixie. Yeah. Maybe not forgiven because of the fact he dumped him and made comments and went to WWE and got creamed as Brandon <laughs> Walker. Brandon Walker. Uh, if he's in good shape, I can't see why he can't make some sort of impact on on TNA. On impact. <laughs> yeah. He's crossed the line. Yeah. Um, he'd be good. James Storm. I don't reckon he should go back to AMW. If that's what they do. Like you said, still keep them as a, a semi-regular tag team, mm. but do what the Machine Guns are doing, and still have those singles matches in those title runs. As yeah, because um, I mean, Shelley was uh, X Division champion for a while, and uh, the Machine Guns didn't split up; they were still a tag team. Yeah, it's just it, Shelley would have his title defenses on a separate occasion. And when Shelley was in a singles match, Sabin had a a singles match. Yeah, so they were both getting a payday. Mm. But the fact was, you had a different dynamic because them going singles, mm. you didn't get bored of seeing that tag team out every single week doing the same but thing. But you're still seeing the performers on their own. Exactly. Yeah. And we both know that those performers could go on their own because both of them were former X Division champions back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, next match we've got is uh, Raven and Doctor Stevie taking on uh, hardcore legend Mick Foley and the Monster Abyss it should be a good hardcore match I think uh, um, it's all stuff we've seen before um, but I think considering what's about to happen early next year I think we've got to have a, a Foley and Abyss victory mm. uh, keep Foley strong seeing as he's supposed to be leading um, the you heels. know well yeah the heels against uh, you know Team Hogan I think this one has been hurt a lot mm. this whole storyline because of this whole Mick Foley having basically two storylines running on impact yeah where he's pissed off with Dixie bringing in Hogan and he gets Jarrett and they try and see Dixie um, that is a great storyline in its own yeah but you either do that story and you pull him out of the Abyss Raven Stevie one yeah or you focus on one storyline finish that and then you move on to the next one exactly because that's the downfall with this match yeah we've built up to it for months now Raven and Dr. Steve are going up against Abyss mm. but Foley seems to be the weak link yeah he's just not like totally focused on one thing he's he's you mm. know split down into you know worrying about Raven worrying about Stevie wonder, worrying about the friendship with Abyss uh, Kevin Nash and Eric Young and you know the world elite things happening the Hulk Hogan Jeff Jarrett Kurt Angle situation and Dixie Carter that's all going on again he's just it's just too watered down and you, you, you don't know what you're supposed to be paying attention to at this point. It wouldn't surprise me if, if uh, we had a Foley heel turn tonight. 
yeah I mean, he's he's pretty much going that way he's he's getting a boo reaction from the crowd as well as a mixed reaction mm. but it wouldn't surprise me tonight if he's meant to be leading the the veterans yeah of tna against the new blood led by dixie hogan and angle mm. which is what the rumored storyline is that he goes heel tonight and joins up with raven and dr stevie and Jarrett. yeah and yeah, this be being one of like the tna originals mm. joins up with dixie yeah and hogan yeah yeah i mean i think i can see it it's going way, to continue to, it on. again I, I think it's just going to be one of those nights where we're going to see a lot of changes and and be a little bit more clarified about what could possibly happen on on the fourth i think um, they need to they need to do something otherwise january is going to be a very very uh weird show mm, on january yeah, without any kind of uh you know hints as to what's what's going to happen um knockouts championship tara versus odb um, ODB since she's had this new heel character is is really good. Yeah, I'm really liking it. Um, Tara with her new "I'm gonna cry if someone hits me" uh, gimmick is not so good. They're killing Tara. Yeah, she's one of the most recognised knockouts in the TNA women's division. I mm. mean, how many times does she hold the WWE Divas title? Loads. Uh, women's title, sorry. Lots. You know, she's more experienced than half of that roster put together. Yeah. ODB only really got a push after she came out of developmental. Yeah. Her birth first big stage has been TNA. She's not done anything else. No, she's been in OVW, but again, it's just developmental. Like you say, it's it's not big, not big time really. But this heel turn is what that character's needed because mm. it. She was stale. Very yeah, but this is yeah. I mean this this does it. This will bring. Yeah, it's brought some some freshness to the character. I think we're going to see quite a good brawl. I don't know if we're going to see. I mean, maybe they'll still be face and heel at the end of it, or maybe they're going to, you know, ODB will be back to the fan favorite because she is popular. I mean, oh, she's, she's she's the most popular of all the knockouts, and she's gone heel. Yeah, which is a real big shock. Mm. But have you seen the beautiful people are getting a pop now? Yeah, yeah, I'll d- uh, definitely. Well, Apart from Lacey, match of the year candidate, of course. Oh, the mud wrestling. <laughs> oh yeah. That was awesome. Oh, brilliant. Awesome. Uh, Who did you pick for that? We haven't done picks. Oh, no, well, we, I did pick... Yeah, we we did the pick for the Feast or Fired, who was going to get each case. Oh, yeah, we did. We did the pick for the last one, because we said Foley and yeah, um, yeah, Abyss. Yeah. Who's yes. your pick for this one? Uh, uh, ODB. ODB? I'm going ODB. I really want to go Tara, but I can't see him putting the belt back on her. No. So I'll go Tara Again, I mean, at this point, then... <laughs> whoever the champions are coming out of this is, are going to be the faces or the people with those belts when the new TNA launches and all you know a million eyes are going to be on that company yeah. on the 4th of January so you need to have your most recognisable you know, and Tara's great don't get me wrong but ODB's got the charisma she's good in the ring she's got a personality and she's different and that's the face that you want it needs TNA to, be to be about the younger stars now as well yeah, not yeah. about the ex WWE talent mm. getting over it's guys like AJ it's guys like Daniels it's Desmond Wolf, yeah you know, Nigel McGuinness Hamada even yeah totally yeah Mickey James and not Mickey James uh, Taylor Wilde and Sarita yeah lesbian great yeah, um great. moving on to the eight man elimination this is what Survivor Series should be all about <laughs> um Team 3D Rhino and Jesse Neal versus Morgan Hernandez uh Black Poop Elijah Burke and Suicide uh, haven't we seen this before yeah like the last every week since Bound for Glory yeah and um, I think there's a stipulation in this that Hernandez has got to go in there for the first minute or something on his own because he, he lost, lost the match, the match. yeah 
Yeah, so that's that's there as well. I, I wish they changed Jesse Neal's name. He's got this new character with the mohawk now. <laughs> Jesse Neal doesn't really suit him. The, the mohawk doesn't really suit him though. No, it's quite funny trying to see him go through like step through the ropes without annihilating his hair. What is funny though, yeah, is how everybody seems to have dropped the fact that he played a soldier. Yeah, yeah, and um, I think it was blatantly obvious and found out that he wasn't a soldier and he didn't really have a friend that died in the Gulf War. And but everybody turned around and said that's a discre- you know, that's a disgusting storyline for TNA to do. Yeah, um, and yet he's all of a sudden come out repackaged as this mohawk Spike Dudley type impersonator but then again you know he had the big split with Rhino and that's now totally forgotten Uh, Team 3D weren't on the same side as Rhino and then all of a sudden just turned for no reason and that just wasn't very well explained I mean I like the four of them together they make a nice little team yes Um, they're called like the Team 3D Wrecking Crew or something I think they they said yeah um, so it, yeah I mean it, they, they work well together I just don't there wasn't any build or any interesting story of how they got to be all together and again uh, with Matt Morgan Hernandez and uh, Black Pope and, and Suicide <laughs> what? you really don't like that guy do you? no um, he's alright in the ring but I've just got other issues <laughs> Anyway, um, okay. And again, they've just been thrown together as four random faces on the card who aren't involved in anything better at the moment. I mean, I was really expecting big things from Matt Morgan in the latter end of 2009. To a lesser oh. extent, Hernandez. Uh, suicide, again, I don't really see how long it's going to be before Kazarian gets pissed off and just demands oh, his release again. He, al- he already has, though, hasn't he? He's yeah. demanded his release once he got turned it down. Um, the Black Pope, Elijah Burke, he's loving it. He's yeah. getting the biggest push of his career. Mm. Um, yeah, well, it wouldn't take a lot. Not really. <laughs> Morgan, though, who is he pissed off? Yeah. Seriously? Uh, I think once Hogan is in and, and fully in charge, I think we're going to see another Morgan rise to the top because, you know, he stereotypically likes his big mm. guys. and <laughs> Does he now? <laughs> <laughs> you are faggot! Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, he, he's you know stereotypically likes you know same as as the Vincent Mann style young guy, um, you know, eighty seven feet tall with muscles coming out of of every orifice. Yeah, that's what Matt Morgan is basically, and he's good in the ring, which he, is he's getting better. He's he's improved a hell of a lot. Definitely, definitely. He's most up and coming worker in TNA. Yeah. So your pick for this one is? Um, uh, I think they're gonna remember it's elimination match. Yeah. Faces win with um, Matt Morgan and Hernandez as the survivors. Yeah, I think I'd go with that. And Suicide would be the first one to be eliminated. Yeah. yeah. I think I'd go with that. Now, there ah. could be a bit of a shock here. World Tag Team Championship match. We've got uh, Mo City Machine Guns, Chris Sabin, Alex Shelley versus the British Invasion, uh, British Magnus, Doug Williams uh, with Rob, Rob Terry. I'm predicting a title change here. Do you know I was going to say the same thing to you? Again, thinking of that, you know, having the titles on the people that you want to have as your champions as you go into the new year and, and, and the new TNA. I mean, I'm going to call it for that from now on, the new TNA. Uh, the new face of professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah, TNA wrestling. Um, I, I think, you know, the guns would be great as sort of poster boy tag team champions. It's the one thing the guns have not done in their run yeah as the guns they've not won have they not been champions not as far as I know but 
I, I mean, I'm not great on my TNA history. I mean, I only seriously started watching it about 18 months ago. We covered it before then, and I'd, I'd keep up to date with it. But we, I've, we I've only watched. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've I've only really started keeping up with it religiously for the last 18 months. So I could be wrong on that one, but. Um, yeah, again, British Invasion are brilliant, especially, you know, Doug's new bleach blonde hairstyle. No, they have never won the TNA Tag Team titles. They haven't. The only thing that they ever... They did those IWGP belts, didn't they? They the won junior. the IWGP once. Uh, the only TNA thing that they did was they won the TNA Tag Team of the Year right. back in 2007. So, no, Machine Guns have never won it. They've won the X titles individually. Yeah. But never that. And if you're right. If you want an up-and-coming tag team, as much as we love the British Invasion, mm. and, you know, big marks for Doug and, and Nick, give it to Sabin and Shelley, because, th- again, next to beer money, they're the most over-tag team. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, the only other way I could have think you could have played this is by sticking the belts on beer money. You know, have beer money against British Invasion on this pay-per-view and stick the guns into the Feast or Fired thing. Yeah. Because, you know, again, beer money, like ODB, they've got a gimmick and they're really over and they can work. So I think that could uh, that could work for um, for them. But, I mean, they're, again, Machine Guns Tag Team Champions going into January, I think. It's got to happen. It really has. I mean, they deserve it anyway. They've put on some of the best performances in TNA, yeah. both as individuals and as tag team. Speaking about uh, things that we want to see going into January, um, the best thing that could happen with this match... Uh, for TNA going into January oh, is no. for both of them to um, you know, suffer career-ending injuries and not to be able to wrestle ever again. And which means that we won't have to sit through our version of the match in Bournemouth. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Big Puppa Pup, Scott Steiner versus uh, Blobby Lashley. It, yeah, he has put weight on, hasn't he? He has, yeah. Or Big Mouth Crystal Marshall. Oh, God. Do, do you know, you've got... This is one thing I don't understand... You've got Steiner, heel, right, hitting on Bobby Lashley or hitting on Bobby Lashley's wife. Yeah, okay, not hitting on Bobby Lashley because that would be a bit weird. Um, <laughs> a bit wrong. Yeah, but Crystal is a heel manager. She's displaying all the traits of a heel manager, making Bobby Lashley pretty much heel as well. So why are fans going to cheer for either of these people? I'm not against you know them doing the the heel turn with Crystal and Bobby Lashley, but just do it after you've got this Steiner thing out of the way, please. <laughs> I think they're rushing this a little bit too much and it, it just doesn't make any sense. I always used to think Charmel was an irritating cow, but mm. she's nothing compared to Crystal. They're the new Booker T and Charmel is what they are. Yeah, completely. And look what happened to them. Yeah. You know, Lashley should do one thing. Concentrate on MMA and get the uh, I think TNA. so. Initially it was uh, big news when he joined, of course, but it's he's just there. He's not any big attraction anymore. He's Yeah, he's not done anything since he's got there. No. You know, everybody thought he would have come in, big impact, he would have walked away with a TNA world title by now, you know, face the company. That guy, considering the fact he was in the WWE, okay, mm. he was on ECW. ECW champion. Yeah. He headlined the WrestleMania in one of the biggest promotional matches, the bit that, you know, the hair versus hair match. Yeah. Battle of the Billionaires. He cannot cut a promo. No. And he overacts everything that he does. His wife does a better promo than he does. Well, that's saying something. <laughs> but the fact, yeah, but when they did that whole hotel thing, yeah, where Crystal was in the hotel and Scott Steiner sent the videotape in and he ran to it, yeah, he completely oversold that too much. It made it unbelievable. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if Angle had done it, or Nigel McGuinness, or even AJ, yeah, you would have believed it. 
So exactly. I don't know. Pick. Uh, I don't really care to be honest. Um, yes, uh, Bobby Lashley. Scott Steiner. I'm going for Bobby Lashley to cement his heel character. Completely annihilates um, Steiner and to a bloody pulp. Because I mean, yeah, people hate Steiner, but he's got that respect factor from the old WCW fans. Um, so Lashley bloody Steiner up a bit, and and yeah. But then the thing is, when the referee actually does stop the match, he just continues to pulverise him. Yeah, something like that would be good. And then Crystal tells him to continue, so he goes back and continues to kick the shit out of her. Yeah. Him. Sounds good. Her? Yeah. Him. Could be a female. Next up, this is going to be match of the night, potentially. Do you know? I think it will be. Um, Three degrees of pain. Yeah. There you go. Desmond Wolf, uh, Nigel McGuinness, taking on... Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle three degrees of pain match now what are the rules for this one uh, I'm trying to work out I, I forget they did say it on uh, on impact exactly what the um, the stipulations it was it's basically best or two out of three falls match but there's a stipulation to each each of the falls I know one of them is in a cage um, I can't remember what the others are street fight possibly one of them Kelly's saying I'm just finding out I can't fact. remember because it just says three degrees of pain um, no one knows. <laughs> three degrees. Anyway, three three degrees of pain match. Angle versus Desmond Wolf. Um, Angle won the first match. I think this one, Desmond Wolf comes out winning. Okay, full one will be pinfalls. Yeah. Full two is submission, and full three is escape the cage. Okay, there we go. There we go. There we go. Can't be bad. Um, I'm thinking Desmond Wolf for the win here. Angle won the first one. Desmond Wolf wins the second one, and then it sets it up for a big third blow-off match early in 2010, sometime. Yeah, I think you're right. It make a lot of sense. Desmond Wolf's got to go over again. Mm. I think it'll be fantastic. And again, what more can you say about this match? It is going to be brilliant. Or what if they, um, you had like you said, Desmond Wolf over the first fall, mm. Angle over the second fall, yeah, and they'll escape the cage. They both escaped it at the same time. Yeah one through the door and one over the top is the door going to be open though or is it just straight over the top no idea it just says escape the cage again TNA not being too specific with their uh, match stipulations again which means they can change it at win when they get to the page exactly uh, but yeah I'm going I'm going Desmond Wolf this one yeah I, I've got to go with that one as well I think you're right uh, moving on to the main event TNA World Heavyweight Championship Daniel's taking on the current TNA World Heavyweight Champion AJ Styles <laughs> Friend versus friend. Yeah, well, or not anymore. Former friend. Again, I think it'll be a brilliant match, but I can't see them sticking the belt on Daniels, especially right before the January 4th show. AJ's a poster boy. Exactly. He's TNA. Mm. It'll just be a brilliant match, but Daniels will lose. But it'll be an X Division match. Yes. Yeah. It's not a match for the world title. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not a yeah world heavyweight title, you know, your traditional world heavyweight title match. It is, like you say. I mean, these guys fought for the X Division title a few years back over and over and over. We've seen them wrestle loads of times. But, um, you know, they're, they're both a bit older now, a bit wiser, new moves in their arsenal. The problem with this one, though, is going to get the same thing as what happened at Bound for Glory. Yeah. You've got, at Bound for Glory, you had, um, what was it, Joe Daniels and AJ Yeah. for the title being compared to the first time they did it and it didn't live up to the hype mm. like you just said Daniels and AJ have fought so many times down the road yeah um, but is it going to compare to the last match that they had and mm. that's going to be yeah. a problem interesting there's a lot of hype going into this one 
I think AJ will do it, but Daniels hasn't been on fire for the past few weeks. Yeah, but maybe because they're with each other and they've done the same matches so many times. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll see. It'll be a good match. AJ to retain. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, good match. That is uh, final resolution goes down tonight. It's uh, Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. If you're in Orlando, get down there ASAP to get your seats. Um, now, the first time it's on is Wednesday, 23rd of December at 9 o'clock on uh, Bravo 2. Yes. In the UK. And um, one thing they're, they're actually doing now, TNAWrestling.com, is uh, giving you all of the... It's live in Germany. Oh, it's, yeah. on, it's on live in Germany. That's unbelievable. Why is it not on live in the UK? No idea. And it's on Sky Deutschland. Unbelievable. Anyway. This is a spin-off. Yeah. It should be on Virgin 1. It should be on Virgin 1, but they've uh, unfortunately finished their relationship with TNA now, and uh, you've got to get get it all on uh, on Bravo 2. Which means you won't be seeing January 4th until Saturday. Yeah, well, unless you want to use other means. Torrance. <laughs> <laughs> or Justin's house. Justin's house, yes. Justin and his TV. <laughs> Right, moving on, we've got a bit more news and uh, we're going to do more, a few more streamies when we come back and of course talk about the big news of the week which is Bret Hart coming back to WWE we'll be talking about that uh, mm. when we get back from the commercial break Lauren Brooke, the backstage interviewer for TNA Impact, has left the company. This explains the angle that was shot on last night's Impact of Brooke slapping Lacey Von Eric and walking off. <laughs> TNA knockout Christy Hemi has retired from in-ring competition. Hemi made the announcement herself last week during a podcast, but mentioned that she will remain affiliated with TNA. No! The reason being that she found herself tense and nervous about possibly re-injuring her neck during the six knockouts tag team bout a few weeks back. She mentioned that the day after that match she told TNA that she wasn't going to continue wrestling. From the Ministry of Family News, I'm Kelly with the News of the Week. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist and TNA World Heavyweight Champion, Kurt Angle. And you better be listening, or I'll break your freaking ankle. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. On Friday, September the 11th, professional wrestler Jeff Hardy was arrested after a huge amount of drugs were found in his home. As a responsible journalist, I feel it is my duty to inform Jeff Hardy's largest audience, that being children, of this criminal act. We've been talking to a lot of uh, younger kids today, and I'm trying to break the news to them about what happened to Jeff Hardy last week. Are you a Jeff Hardy fan? Yeah. Yeah? Did you hear he was in the news recently since he left the WWE? Are you aware of what he's been up to since he left the WWE? Uh, I don't think so. How do you tell a four-year-old that their hero could be facing up to 14 years in prison? The same way you tell them Santa doesn't exist. You just don't. 
he's actually been been charged with five uh, felony counts, and he could go to jail. Are you a Jeff Hardy fan? Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, he is crazy. Have you heard about what he's been up to since he left? No, not really. Yeah, he was actually, he was arrested last Friday. Isn't that crazy? What? That's crazy. Have you heard that, uh, that Jeff Hardy was actually arrested last week? He was? Yeah. For what? He was, uh, they found drugs in his home. No, not yeah. again. I'm curious, are you a Jeff Hardy fan? Yes, he's my favorite. Have you heard any news concerning Jeff Hardy over the last week? Because he's actually, he's gotten into some trouble. No. Do you want me to tell you? Sure. He's been charged with five felonies and a misdemeanor for drug use, and he could go to jail for up to 14 years. Really? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, enjoy Raw tonight, all right, Connor? You just don't. You just don't. You let them find out the hard way. How do they find out the hard way? He comes back to Oregon as an overdose? Uh... That would work. What do, you, what do you think Jeff Hardy's gonna do now that he has all this free time? Create art. What would you do if you were a wrestler and suddenly you had all this time off? I would come to see lots of the shows. That's what Jeff Hardy should be doing. He should go see some wrestling shows. Yeah. What would you do? Uh, I would just be jumping outside and enjoy. Yeah. You'd just go crazy, wouldn't you? Yes. What do you think Jeff Hardy's doing now in his free time? Steroids. She had to live for the moment. What does live for the moment mean? What does that term mean? You can achieve something in life if you live for the moment. You can only go higher if you live for the moment. Well, Jeff Hardy's definitely gone higher. I think that's what's got him into this mess. Look at Triple H. He never did drugs and that. Triple H would never touch drugs. No, he wouldn't. And neither would HBK, you know? Have you ever done any of those drugs? Hell no. Uh, that's bad for you, right? No cocaine? No cocaine. No uh, somas? No. No steroids. No steroids. With their hearts broken and tears forming in their eyes, Jeff Hardy's fans tell Jeff, we won't take this anymore. Do you think the WWE should bring him back? Yeah, I think they should bring him back. And last time when he, got, when he left for drugs, it was like six years. I just missed him a lot and I want him to be back in WWE. What would you like to say to Jeff Hardy? Please come back. Please come back, Jeff, and don't go to jail. I know. A year of conflict. A year of heartbreak. A year of ultimate triumph. New champion! What a monumental moment for AJ Styles! But the story is far from over. On December 20th, the final chapter will be written with the Feast or Fired match. Who will earn a shot at greatness? Who will be fired? Cases. Who will end up with the pig slip? DNA Wrestling presents Final Resolution, live Sunday, December 20th, on pay-per-view. Hi there, this is Chris Vent, better known to all you Ministry Islam listeners as Vinto, one half of the Northern Ireland Connection. Don't forget, December 20th is the last show of 2009 for the Ministry of Islam. On December 20th, Masters of the Universe Chronicles podcast has an exclusive interview with Robert Lamb. One of the writers and storyboard artists for both Masters of the Universe and Princess of Power. So yeah, head over to thatnewtoyspell.com on December 20th. Check it out. Leave your feedback. And to all the Ministry of Slam listeners, have a very happy new year. And of course, a very safe and happy Christmas. Until next. The Saviors of Pro Wrestling Radio.
Ministry of Slam Radio Show. Okay, back with more Ministry of Slam, and uh, there are no is no truth to the rumour that Brittany Murphy keeled over and had a heart attack when she heard that Rage Against the Machine got Christmas number one. Really? Yeah. You sure? Yep. Okay. Absolutely certain. Uh, do you know what we're going to do now? I do! There you go. Gotta love the music. Streamy time. Streamy time. Let's do some more streamies. Let's um, do it. What have we got left? We have got left, and this is uh, the Choice Tag Team of the Year, the Wrestler of the Year, Promotion of the Year, and Male and Female Interviews of the Year as well. And we've got Listener of the Year, but we're doing that one later on yeah, tonight. I think we're going to get shifty on through the rest of the, the streamies now, apart from the Listener of the Year. Yep. So uh, what do you want to do next? Shall we go down in the order that we yeah, got on the let's, website? Let's do them on the order. Okay. Tag Team of the Year okay, is up next, it. okay? Now, the nominations for this one were... Uh, oh, excuse me. The British Invasion, sponsored by Burp.com. Yep. Uh, the Micro City Machine Guns, Beer Money, Jarrah Show, Miz and Morrison, and The Legacy. Okay. This is an interesting one, this, because Miz and Morrison got zero votes. Jesus. Out of all of them. Uh, British Invasion got two, Micro City Machine Guns got four. Jarrah Show um, are in third place yep. with six votes. In second place, it's Legacy with 15 votes. Yeah. And in number one, the winner of the award goes to... Obama! <laughs> no, no. Try again. Go to money. There you go. Beer there money. Tag team of the year 2009. 35.6% of the total vote. Literally a hair's breadth. Yeah, one vote in it. Yeah, between was, legacy. Uh, I think that's the closest we've had, apart from listener of the year, which we'll get to later. Whee! Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit. So, uh, again, beer money now inducted into the Hall of Fame. Robert Roode and James Storm and uh, again they'll be at uh, TNA in uh, in Bournemouth uh, on the 26th of January give them their certificate uh, and entry into the Hall of Fame so that'll, that'll go straight to them hope you get some photos and we'll stick them on the new website if yeah. we can as well exactly right next one go for it the next streamy is for the 2009 Wrestler of the Year Okay. Now this one was across all companies. It was across TNA and WWE, but mm-hmm. we didn't do ROH because we don't know them. So TNA and WWE. Well, at the end of the day, if they were the best wrestler in the world, they would have been picked out and be on TV. Well, technically, we have got an ROH performer in here who spent most of the year in ROH. Go on, Desmond Wolf. Oh, right, yeah, of course. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so the nominations were from the WWE: John Cena, Randy Orton, Triple H, Edge, and CM Punk, and from TNA was AJ Styles. Hey! Jay Styles, <laughs> Kurt Angle, Matt Morgan, and Desmond Wolf. Okay, and who was the winner? We, you, you should announce one of these winners. Well, no, you've, you've got all the votes, so you can announce the winners. It's okay. All right then. The winner, with thirty-eight point eight percent of the total vote, just two votes in it between him and the runner-up. Yeah, the Legend Killer, Randy Orton. From the <laughs> the Iron Sheet was not impressed with that one. No, was he? I I voted for for AJ Styles in that one. I but, voted. Um, I'm not telling you who I voted you for. You voted for Orton, didn't you? Nope. Punk? Nope. Desmond Wolf? Nope. Who I voted for the guy who got one. Cena? Yep. Fucking hell, Andy. Just to piss people So off. you're the only person who voted for John Cena? Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. I actually moved my vote as well. Did you? Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. That was just to see what, you know, what would happen. Let's see what the chat room is saying about the streamings. Yeah. We'll uh, get there. we got a private message coming through... 
Yep, that's fine. Agree with that. I'll what? talk to Lee about it in a moment. What? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. Uh, right, okay. Next up, shall we... We'll get through uh, a couple more of the, the MOS ones. How about male interview and female interview of the year? Yeah, I love this one. I, yeah. I, I love this category. Male interview of the year, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we're going to give you the dates as well as the name. So it was Brett the Hitman Hart from October the 11th. Yeah. Uh, Brutus Magnus from June the 7th of this year. Mick Foley from January 25th. Yeah. Michael Cole from June the 14th. The rock star Spud, the uh, awesome. British Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, September the 13th. The baby Jesus Christ. Yeah. Three days after my birthday, that one. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, whatever fucking night he's performing. Mr. Rob Van Dam. Mr. Thursday night, if Impact is still going to be on a Thursday. Yeah. On October the 25th. There you go. And who was the winner of this one? Uh, uh, this was a close one again. Again, these last couple of votes have been really close. Yeah. Uh, second place stormed ahead with Rob Van Dam with yeah. 15 votes. Uh, 34.9% of the total voting. But the winner... And I'm really pleased this one won because it was five years in the making for us. Yep. The man who has just re-signed with the WWE, Brett the Hitman Hart, Woo-hoo! won with 17 votes, 39.5% of the total vote. Awesome interview. Excellent. Yeah, loved it. And it, it's been all over the internet the last few weeks, this one. Um, yeah. We've been all over the world. We've been Baltimore Sun, um, one of the ones specifically I can remember. Um, just websites all over the place mentioning our interview and, and putting up links to our interview. I so, mean, um, And these are some of the biggest websites that deal with pro mm. wrestling. Guys like uh, WrestleZone.com. Yeah. You know, as well. So thank you for everyone who's uh, kind of spread the word about Brett the Hitman Hart coming in and we've actually been told that he's done a number of interviews over the past six months he has yeah and um, we're actually being told that ours was potentially the best one so that's good uh, thank you for everyone who listened to that one yeah um, next up uh, Ministry of Slam female interview of the year <laughs> Go on, yeah. then, Andy. The nominations for this one are Francine from May the twenty fourth, uh, Deborah McMichael from April nineteenth. That was one of our first ones we did after the. It break. was. That was WrestleMania Sunday. We had that one. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, Shelly Martinez, uh, the solo one you did on June the twenty eighth. Yes. Um, oh, that was good. Yeah, I bet it was. <laughs> Malia Hosaka from March the first. That was our final one before we took a break. Yeah. Uh, Molly Holly from July the fifth. Uh, that was my solo one, and Sarah Del Rey from June the twenty first. Okay, and what was the winner of this one? The winner was Molly Holly. Now, uh, <laughs> the only interview of the whole year I I didn't have any involvement with. I yeah, booked you were it on holiday. I booked, yeah, I was. I booked it, but I wasn't there for it. You were here in spirit, mate. I was. Yeah, when I got tongue tied. <laughs> I was kind of sat there going, I really could have done these helping to get me out of the hole I was <laughs> digging myself in. Uh, so again, uh, both Molly and Brett go, uh, or Nora, we should call her, Nora, uh, her real name, uh, and, and Brett Hart, of course, will go into the Hall of Fame. The thing about this Randy one, Orton. though, is she won with 60% of the total vote. That's 21 votes. The closest one, actually, you shouldn't feel too ashamed. Shelley. Shelley Martinez. Yeah, it just goes to show that people like the old school stuff. It's, you know, th- these people from you know who have retired and, and people were really missing and want to come back so people like uh, Nora it's, it's great to see yes um, so only two more um, awards that we've got to get to one of them uh, listener of the year which we have already said we're going to do at the end of the show exactly um, so let's get to the other the other big award that we've got this year promotion of the year which has caused so much controversy it has um, yeah. is Mitchell we- in the chat room tonight no he's not he's not he's, <laughs> he's going to have a, a heart attack thing. when he finds this one out <laughs> uh, uh, right okay I've lost it there we go 
Here we go. The go nominations on. were yes, the World Wrestling Entertainment. Okay. Total Nonstop Action Wrestling. Yep. Ring of Honor. Right. Dragon Gate. Shikara. And the Frontier Wrestling Alliance from the UK. Okay. Now, what I'm going to do is actually read these in order from, from bottom from, up. Yeah, from the bottom upwards. Okay. With zero votes. <laughs> the Frontier Wrestling Alliance. <laughs> Which, in all fairness, we couldn't really expect them because it's pretty hot wide. Anyway, was um, it that bad? <laughs> well, I've seen the highlight video. I haven't video. seen the video yet. Yeah, the highlight video. It, yeah. Okay. In uh, joint with uh, in joint fourth place, fifth, fourth and fifth place. Yeah. With uh, two votes each, four point five percent of the total vote. Ring of Honor yep. and Dragon Gate. Okay. Closely followed with one vote in it with Shikara. Yeah. Which le- led us up to our second place position. With seven, with twenty-seven point three percent of the total vote, yeah, just twelve, okay, votes. World Wrestling Entertainment, sweet. Which means that the winner and the two thousand and nine promotion of the year, as voted by MOS listeners, yes. So you've got yourselves to blame for this one. <laughs> with six fifty-six, sorry, point eight percent of the total vote, twenty-five votes. Yeah, T N. A. Total non-stop action wrestling promotion of the year. And again, um, what we're going to do with this one is uh, print off again the, the certificate and uh, take it down to TNA. And uh, as is uh, her won't, Dixie Carter normally uh, mingles with the fans yeah. before the show. Going to see if we can pre- present Dixie with the uh, certificate for uh, promotion of the year for TNA. And of course, Dixie herself will be uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame as the... Um, as the um, owner well, or yeah, president the, of Total Nonsense of Action. TNA Wrestling, um, yeah. I, I love this. Um, uh, as he's changed his uh, his handle in the chat room. To what? Andy Fixed MOS Moment of the Year poll. <laughs> <laughs> what, just because... Terry Funk being spit-roasted... Is Moment of the Year. I would rather the Latvians won, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Uh, the LWO was good in its day, but it burnt out very quickly. After about two weeks. <laughs> yeah, it did. But TNA win it. And, you know, guys, we, we said this last week because there was a few comments being made in the chat room that potentially that random accounts were being made and you know, yes. people thought we weren't doing it. We, honest to God... I voted for TNA, but I did. I, my, I put my one vote in for TNA. Yeah, I've only ever had one vote, just like anybody else in the forum. You only get one vote. Yeah. TNA legitimately won promotion of the year and it goes to show because they've done some really good tv this year yeah some good promotion and it goes to how bored you guys are with uh, the world wrestling entertainment so yeah. you voted for tna tna or your promotion of the year 2009 question is go on will they do the double shot next year will they retain the title promotion of the year will gonna... they even be tna well that's it will they be tna wrestling will they be um called something else Hulk Hogan Celebrity Championship Wrestling please no please no (laughs) would they still have a six-sided ring yeah I'd like to see him try and do a six-sides of steel match in the four-sided ring (laughs) that would be interesting it wouldn't exactly work would it not really Uh, they should bring in an octagon Eight-sided. That'd be... What, 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 what? As he's just posted a video of an avatar in in the chat room. Okay. And it's this six-year-old girl doing a choke slam on this granddad (laughs) in the middle of a squared circle and then doing the Undertaker's pin. Oh, yes. uh, The little Chinese girl. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that before. That's brilliant. And she sticks her tongue out as well. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. That is absolutely awesome. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Now... 
We've got a few minutes uh, before we, we go over to our last break of the night and, uh, and get you guys on. And what we want to talk about is Bret Hart. Two words, Bret Hart. And uh, everyone was wondering, we were talking about it last week, what is WWE going to do to try and counteract uh, Impact on the 4th of January? We've got Hulk Hogan going to be on Impact. We've got you know big things are said to be in the works, lots of people coming in and, and surprises, debuts, uh, you know, j- just things totally out of the blue mm. that are going to be happening on that show. WWE needed to do something to try and counteract it. I mean, even if TNA doesn't live up to its expectations, people are going to be tuning in for the curiosity factor and they'll they'll record Raw, um, which is not what WWE wants. So WWE had to draw a line in the sand and try and make some kind of response uh, to, to TNA being live on the 24th against Raw. And they've done it by signing Brett the Hitman Hart to a short-term contract which will um, pretty much 99.9% certain include a general manager or or guest host slot on uh, Monday Night Raw on the 4th of January. And then that short-term contract is meant to be leading up to at least, I think it's two weeks following WrestleMania. Yeah. Now the general idea is a lot of people in the WWE are saying that Bret Hart has one more match in him. Now, I can't see that. I Brett think it would. Yeah, exactly. I think it would tarnish his legacy so badly. I mean, there's there's the odd exception. People like Ricky Steamboat when he came back at WrestleMania last year. He he's obviously older, and he hadn't really lost too much of a step since he um, you know was in his prime. He was still doing the high fly moves, still really quick. Yeah. But Brett, you know, it's not just a case of old age. He's had a stroke. Um, you know, he had to leave wrestling because of a, a major concussion and um, you know problems with his uh, with his head. And you know, we can thank Goldberg for that one. You know, I know from personal experience, which I mean, you know pretty well, what mm. strokes can do. Yeah, and Bret Hart would never be the same again. So I can't see them doing that match. What I can see them doing is as much as and Bret's going to be called a hypocrite for this. Yeah, is they're going to do some sort of angle relating to Survivor Series of 1997. Yeah. You're going to have Shawn Michaels involved in it. Mm. You're going to have Vince involved in it. You've set your wand off. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when we're talking about Bret Hart, I just have you... to grab my wand and go to town. <laughs> Fucking hell. You're going to have, to be honest, I think it's going to be something with DX is going to be involved. We've talked about Shawn going heel on Triple H. Yeah. Have you ever thought about DX going heel? against Brett because Brett's going to get cheered whatever happens but aligning themselves with McMahon yeah and then Brett brings the Hart Dynasty over yeah turns them faces and at Wrestlemania it's Brett with the Hart Dynasty against McMahon with Degeneration X it gives that the Hart Dynasty perfect. a rub yeah they keep the unified belts until Wrestlemania the Hart Dynasty get the change that's it 2010 it's storyline with Andy <laughs> still in 2009 yeah <laughs> No, that would that would work. I mean, you saw McMahon's uh, Monday Night Raw with the the Slammy Awards, um, <laughs> and Dennis Miller said, "Oh, well, you know, if you can make anything happen, yeah, bring Bret Hart back." And uh, McMahon just like had an uncomfortable look and walked off. And that's how obviously they're introducing this angle. McMahon doesn't want him in, so however they position it, McMahon is going to be against Bret Hart. 
and again if, if you're looking you know Hart will come in obviously the tag team or the people he's going to align himself with have got to be the Hart dynasty and that's and might be why the Hart dynasty have been so quiet just lately yeah which will be good because they can actually move the Hart dynasty from Smackdown mm. to Monday Night Raw yeah and they get more exposure and then you've got okay um, I need a tag team to uh, you know counteract Brett and the Hart dynasty um, who better than my tag team champions? I know I've had different, you know, my differences with them in the past, mm. but Degeneration X, D- it's something DX hasn't done in a very, very long time. It, it's been heel since you know the very early days. You know, for a while they were still technically heel, but the fans were still cheering them. Um, I think yeah, that would that would work. If I, mean, I was Vince, I'd have no problem doing that. There's this whole spanner in the works about Shawn Michaels challenging the Undertaker for WrestleMania 26, mm. but I thought that could be a swerve yeah you know it's because they were doing a promo there with Shawn Michaels basically turning himself heel exactly the way they cut that promo I mean what about you know Vince comes up to him after Brett's you know come in and said um, you know Shawn Hunter I really need you guys to to be behind me I want to take on Hart Dynasty at, at Wrestlemania so, mm. no 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 I'm I want to go against The Undertaker. Vince, with that bargaining power, you know, I'll guarantee you a world title shot. I'll guarantee you this, you know, I'll, all the money in the world you want, and that will basically turn them heel by accepting, you know, deal with the devil and uh, Vince McMahon. Uh, you know what it does with mean? Him. You know what it does mean? Go on. The midgets will be back. If they take, Midget if they Bret take, Hart. yeah, if they take DX back to being heels, back to what they were. Yeah, maybe not with all the profanity because of TVPG. That what sucks. is the one thing that Shawn Michaels did after Brett left the company and Vince screwed Brett screwed Brett the b- midget Brett Hart? Yeah, mm, but this good. time, can you imagine if Brett switched the tables and you had a midget Hunter and a midget Shawn Michaels come out? And what way better way to do it? Hornswoggle because they pedigreed him. Now, there's that's another bit of news that uh, came out. They are now going ahead with that uh, midget wrestlers court thing. <laughs> do you? Know what? I read that when I was writing the show. Yeah. And I just looked, I looked at my PC and just went, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> the big best news of the year that they've signed Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah. And you have to follow that up with they've signed midgets. Yeah. Well, not necessarily signed, but they're going to be using midgets. I mean, Al Snow's career is in for free fall. They could have brought him in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how. Yeah. I think that might be the next um, little leak towards Brett Hart coming in is, is maybe you know you've got DX in the courtroom full of midgets and they bring out look exhibit A you dress one of us up as Brett the Hitman Hart to make fun mm. you know that's another well, another thing MWO's put a post in the chat room that I actually didn't realise Christmas Smackdown this week yeah will be DX versus the Hart Dynasty so maybe that's a, a precursor maybe they're trying to test the waters to see what the match would actually go like yeah yeah I think the Hart Dynasty need Brett definitely because they're getting buried mm Natalia yeah. is not really a proper manager. She's not um, got that manager look. She's a diva. Mm. She's still being used on pay per view with the Heart Dynasty and not being used. Yeah. Sorry, I keep setting the wand off. <laughs> <laughs> Put it away. Um, okay, you shouldn't have had your Christmas present until after the show. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> okay, now. It's like kids. Um, Worse. Yes, it's Christmas. Um <laughs> But there we go, and and that's what they need to do. Do you think though that bringing Brett in January the fourth? Mm. Now it's been hyped, and everybody's kind of looking to the fact because they've announced all the, the. See, this is the other thing. They've announced all the January guest hosts yeah. apart from the fourth. So how is Brett going to play into that? Got to be Brett. But they've yeah, fine for January fourth. Yeah. 
but for the rest of the month they've announced all of the raw guest hosts so what it will do they'll come in on the fourth and say right my first decision is raw general manager i'm drafting people from smackdown these three people teddy hart oh sorry t- teddy hart tj wilson uh, david hart david hart smith and um and natalia and then you know he can position himself as manager you know just have that one night makes life hell for dx yeah um and then from there on he's just associated with the Hart dynasty he comes back in as a manager of the Hart dynasty and when brett leaves after wrestlemania i mean he's got his if it's gone well and he's enjoyed enjoyed his experience they can either do an extension to his uh, contract, or he can leave having made the Hart Dynasty stars. This is, yeah, this is the whole thing of this, I think. And this is this is the response to TNA and Hulk Hogan. Yeah, but is it enough? Because we've always said that Impact will not beat Roy in the race. No, it won't. You know that they'll be lucky to get a two point But it, it's the start. It's the first shot in the um, in the arm. in in the war, basically, and and you know it's a it's a starting point they will carry on they'll build and it's you know it's it's not a sprint it's a marathon and you know tna still got plenty of time to build they're not going to die just yet and and they've got lots of time to do things and and but raw has got to take action quickly to prevent being buried after about six months vince has to be worried more than what he's making out to suddenly go out and bring someone that he's Mm. had that much heat with yeah over this now part of the condition of brett signing the contract i don't know if i'd put it in the news was that there was going to be a dvd released about the hart family okay uh, looking more in general at Stu hart and, uh, and the entire hart family yeah do you think the other thing because bear in mind when we interviewed brett hart we mm. asked him the one question yeah owen should he be in the hall of fame yeah brett started talking about how Stu should be in the hall of fame Hart family in 2010. Do you think that's where it's leading as Quite well? possibly, yeah. I mean, I know it's in Arizona. They've got no relation to Arizona in terms of the Hart family. Mm. But what bigger name have you got to draw in for the fans than the entire Hart family inducted by the Hitman? In the home of uh, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Well, no, it's, Ari- it's Ari- Arizona. No, sorry, San Antonio, Texas is Shawn Michaels, isn't Yeah, but he it? did, do, he did do some work in... Uh, in Arizona yeah. didn't he? one of the territories he worked for so yeah be intriguing it could work it could work we're going to take your calls on this um, after the commercial break we're also going to uh, have the final streamy of yes. 2009 yes uh, a bit of Chris Rear in the background driving home for Christmas driving home for Christmas yeah gotta love it like the old Christmas music you gotta love Christmas <coughs> you just have to it is it's uh, you know a week, less than a week away Less than a week. It's all going to be done with and finished. Christ, yeah. <sighs> you do realise, though, that we've done a pay per view preview for yeah. Final Resolution, and we're not going to be giving the results out or any coverage until, until 2010. <laughs> yeah. And with that show, the way it's panning out, Christ, we're not going to have enough time to do anything else about anything. No, because we've, we've got a, a competition being launched on that show. We've. Yeah, just, bit. you know, just for the, the listeners that are tuning in tonight and the. Uh, thousands of people who've downloaded us on iTunes as well because there are thousands there's some big prizes to be given away on the first edition oh, yeah. of Ministry of Slam yeah. uh, of, of 2010 it's going down Sunday the 3rd of January what's with the voice? I'm whispering to our listeners okay right uh, Slam.com. we're going to go three hours yeah there's not going to be a Ministry access that night we're going straight into it at 7 o'clock 
the new Ministry of Slam. There's lots of stuff. Again, I, I'm not going to give stuff away. We've got guests booked for the first four weeks of January already. Yeah. Okay, uh, so lots of good stuff coming. Um, I, it's just so big, and I don't want to tell you guys too much about it because I want it to be a, a big surprise on the night. No, lots of we're, DVDs. We're not doing four hours. <laughs> no, we're not doing four hours. We're we'll doing do three. Hours. But what we will say is, all you've got to do is keep an eye out on ministryofslam.com because yeah. all will be revealed basically in the week leading up to the return. So starting tomorrow, I think the whole page is going up. Uh, there's a there's a holding page going up tomorrow, revealing our new logo. Yeah, which is really sweet. Th- that's going up tomorrow. Uh, the website itself will probably go up on New Year's Day. Right. 1st of January, 2010, the whole brand new uh, New Look website is going to be up there with a, a splash page of the, the first guest of the new year. Now, the big question yeah. has to be, while the website is offline and we've yeah. got the whole page, can the guys still get access to the forums? Absolutely, yes. So there will can. be a link to go to the forums. There will be a link to go to the forums, uh, and there will also be a link to download this show. Uh, if you're listening to it now, you've obviously found it if you're, you're listening to it via download. Uh, so, yeah, this show will be available uh, from the website. There's uh, also going to be a few other bits and pieces, uh, a banner on there as well to help promote the uh, 3rd of January show. It's going to be full of TNA talk. We're going to le- learn a lot more over the Christmas New Year period, yep. I'd imagine, about the uh, the Monday Night War. What we're going to tell you about the competition is that there are 15 prizes to be won. Yes. Oh, it's going to be good. And that is before our birthday show. And we got some other stuff planned for the birthday show. We have. So, that's it for that. It is. Should we go to break? Yeah, let's go to break. And uh, we're going to take your calls when we come back. Driving home for Christmas. With a thousand memories. Hey, this is Brett the Hitman Hart. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And you're listening to the Ministry of Slam. In the WWE, superstars take to the skies. Predators stalk their prey. And attitudes get adjusted. But there are new superstars on the horizon waiting to write their own stories. It's your world now. Your superstar. Your news. Your story. Share your creations online for the world to see. WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2010. After vacationing across America and throughout Europe, this holiday season, the Griswolds are going to play it safe. They're staying at home. I give you the Griswold family Christmas tree. Hope you're not getting sap all over your sweater, Clark. All Clark wants is a quiet, old-fashioned Christmas. Sorry. Got a little knot here. You can work on that. What he's going to get is the gift 
that keeps on living. Merry Christmas. His family. We didn't come to impose. <laughs> oh, hell, there's plenty of room. Do you sleep with your brother? Do you know how sick and twisted that is, Mom? Well, I'm sleeping with your father. Have you got a kiss for me? <laughs> eh, you better take a rain check on that, Art. He's got a lip fungus they ain't identified yet. But no holiday could ever be more deeply touching. Eddie wanted to make it a surprise. If I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. Ah, we're really gonna fly down the hill with this stuff. So genuinely moving. Can I refill your eggnog for you? Drive you out to the middle of nowhere, leave you for dead? More truly uplifting. Can I show you something? I was just blouse browsing. Or more down to earth. If Santa is smart, he'll stay well clear of this joint. It's a death trap. What? And Christmas with the Griswolds. Everybody come out quick, look at the lights! They want you to say grace. I pledge allegiance to the flag. The United States of America. This year, let Chevy Chase light up your holidays. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That thing had nine lives. She just spent them all. <laughs> you woo, crack up. I need a domain name. You need a domain name? The boss needs one for the office softball team. Well, then he's going to want a website, email, photo sharing the works. So what are you going to do? GoDaddy.com. Get everything you need fast for less than one dollar a month. Candace, put your clothes back on. We are the competition. The Ministry of Slam Radio Show. Well, we're back with the last segment of Ministry of Slam for the year 2009. And uh, this is a bit of a weird one. And last set of phone calls as well for, for 2009. Yeah. Um, Jeez. Oh, bloody hell. We've already got two coming through. Well, we've got two calls three coming, coming in. Through. Three already. 020-8144-5736 or TSC Lee 1 on Skype. Right, go top, middle or bottom? No, just, just choose one. We have to do it. He's been dedicated. Mr. Striker, welcome to the Ministry. Hey guys, how you doing, my friend? Happy Christmas! Hold on, let me turn down the show a little bit. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Are you, can you hear us now? Yeah, I got you. Awesome, Fantastic. and of course it's your birthday soon as well. A couple of days. Yep, in two days. Awesome. So you've got a, like jam-packed week. You've got Christmas uh, and your birthday in the same week. Yeah, it's going to be a very, you know, interesting week. <laughs> Anything planned? Oh, no, just spending time with the family. Okay. Oh, well, have a great time, awesome. won't you? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so what do you think, uh, of course, the, the big news this week, obviously we've had two pay-per-views to cover and um, the streamies, all that sort of stuff. Um, we've only really just got to end the show with, uh, with Bret Hart signing with uh, short-term contract with WWE. What are your thoughts on that? Well, this is just my thoughts. I think... Um, Bret Hart came in, uh, coming in, and I think Shawn Michaels may have actually had a lot to do with it. 
And I think at WrestleMania, if you do have Taker versus Shawn Michaels, I think Shawn, you know, went to Brett and said, look, you know, I cost you the title. You can cost me my career. Because at uh, wrestling, uh, WrestleMania pay-per-view, it's going to be me and Taker. If I lose, I retire. And I want you to come in, swerve me, and you get to retire Shawn Michaels. Do you know, that would be... That would be brilliant. It would be a great way for for Brett to sort of right. finally make peace with the situation and and the two of them to finally even out. Because I mean, technically, it, it was really the end of Brett's career. He went to WCW, but never really made it there. Was never used properly. He kind of dabbled in the water slightly for a few years. He did. Um, so yeah, 1997 really was the end of of Brett Hitman Hart. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah it'd be good. It's always one of those what if scenarios. I, I don't know if you've ever thought about it, Ron, about what would have happened if. Bret Hart hadn't signed with WCW and he hadn't left the WWE and you know would Bret still be active now would he you know it's one of those scenarios that you'll never know because it's one of those what if scenarios but it always makes you wonder would he still be active would he have had the concussion would anything mm. have happened you know and what would wrestling actually be like now yeah if if Bret hadn't left the WWF I think if if he was still you know had not left I think he would be like Shawn Michaels and Taker he would come in work for a while then take short you know or sabbaticals off and come back you know for big events and take time off again pretty much at his age Mm, yeah definitely i I think yeah you've got to be right i mean i don't know he's got to be getting up there in years i mean he's obviously he's i think he's older than taker and he's older than michaels he's about 49 um so yeah he'd definitely be winding down at this point um so yeah he, he would have that time off um Moving on to uh, TNA, of course, final resolution tonight, final uh, uh, pay-per-view of 2009. What are your thoughts on that? Well, um, I don't see Daniels winning the world title. No. they got to keep it on AJ. Yeah. And um, it still doesn't make sense, you know, with um, Team 3D, why they affiliated with Rhino. They never really gave a backstory line. Um Cody Diener, I would look for him to get fired. I would look for Samoa to get a TNA uh, X Division shot. I would almost see Nash getting a world title shot with Hogan coming in. Yeah, that could, yeah, yeah, the one definitely. Name you didn't really pick up on yeah. was Kevin Nash. Mm. I've got to agree with you on that one, to be honest. That makes sense with storyline wise, definitely, yeah, yeah. Um, what about uh, Kurt Angle and Desmond Wolf? It's, um, it's round number two in, uh, in their little series. What do you think about that one? I think um, I think Desmond Wolf should actually, you know, take this one. Yeah, it it would help pump him up, you know, and eyes of the fans is like, oh, this is a badass. Mm, definitely, it's. Uh, I I'd like to see it go, uh, you know, sort of best of three series. You know, Angle won the first one, Desmond uh, w- wins the second one, and then it goes to you know when you've got all these extra fans in watching after the the fourth of of January show. Uh, you know, one of the pay-per-views after that have a final big blow-off match, maybe yeah. something like an Iron Man or you know a thirty-minute match, something oh, like that be... between you know Angle and uh, and Desmond. That'd be good. Those two would be great in an Iron Man match. Yeah. sixty-minute. I mean, it would match Brett versus Sean. Yeah, could very well 12. do. Yeah. yeah. Well, Nigel McGuinness was a pure wrestling champion. Yeah. A, you know, the poor champ, pure champion. And mm. Angle, we know how good he is. Yeah. So that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Did you watch uh, TLC last weekend, Ron? Yeah, I did, and um, the Sheamus Cena match, it seemed like it ended kind of funny yeah. to where to the point, you know, they were on that top rope so long, it's like, 
You almost wonder if Cena said, this is not working. Fuck it, I'm going to go through the table my damn self. <laughs> I, I think the, the finish was supposed to be similar sort of thing, but I think w- it, it might have had Cena physically setting up for the, for the superplex, but you know how um, it can be reversed and you can throw someone off and then they'll go down stomach first on, yeah. the, um, on the table. I think it's supposed to go something like that, but neither of them could really get their balance up there and they just had to go to an alternate finish. I mean, I thought Seamus did fantastic considering it was his first time at the big dance. He's got to have been nervous. Oh, hell yeah. So. Well... He wins the title, and then you have a three-hour show the next night, and he's on it for all of four minutes, and he's your new world champion. It doesn't make sense. Mm. Doesn't bode well. I mean, what I'd have done at, at that point is had Sheamus in the ring against, um, I don't know. Hurricane. Yeah, someone like that. Going back to the old, you know, early 90s, or you know, late 80s, early 90s kind of squash match, have the new WWE champion in action in the ring. You know, whoever his opponent is doesn't get in any offense at all. Just show Sheamus off to the crowd, do all his big moves, and, you know, show his dominance. That would be great. Yeah, I mean, if you get, they were playing him as a monster, then they should keep him like that. Exactly, exactly. Now he's champion, they can't calm him down because they, they've made that mistake before. That's exactly it. This is the WWE now. They they do a good build-up and then they drop it as soon as that blow-off has come to fruition and that storyline's ended. Yeah. And they don't know how to continue it. It's like with um, Kofi Kingston. They don't know what to do with him now because mm. really he should have been elevated up to the main event yeah stage by now exactly yeah don't know where they're going with him um anything else you wanted to talk about about the uh this past week rum uh no i'm gonna get out of here because i know you got a lot of calls coming in but uh someone wanted me to do one of uh ron striker's vintage promos to end the year so i'm gonna give you one okay go for it they left the squared circle and they became legends and champions now Lee Tires and Andy Evans lead the revolution known worldwide in wrestling radio as the Ministry of Slam. If you want to join the revolution, listen to the Ministry of Slam radio show and sign up to the ministryofslam.com forums. Ministry of Slam, a revolution you can believe in. I am Ron Stryker and I am a soldier in the MOS revolution. Are you? Oh, brilliant. That was awesome. <laughs> that was fantastic. Awesome, Ron. You've been such a great uh, supporter of ours uh, over the year 2009. And, uh, you know, stick and, with and us. Before. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, before that as well. Yeah. So, um, you know, thank you so much for sticking with us. Again, big things happening. Uh, we're even discussing big things at the moment uh, via private message in the chat room. Uh, so things are just continuing to build. So stick with us for 2009 and uh, we won't disappoint. All we're going to say is make sure you check out the website on January 1st. Yes, that's when a lot of or a couple of the announcements will uh, will definitely break. Yeah, you're going to love it. Merry Christmas to everyone in the Ministry of Slam Nation. I'm Ron Strucker, and I am out of here. Merry awesome. Christmas Cheers, to yourself, Ron. Merry Ron. Christmas. Ron's gone. Okay, we've got another call coming through. Okay, go for it. Spanner, welcome to uh, MOS, Paul. Hello. How you doing, my friend? It, that's the second time it's not been a nip-dip-do. I'm quite sure. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm on a 100% streak at the moment since we're not doing nip-nip-do. <laughs> I won you that streaming. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing what's, what's your thoughts on uh, on Bret Hart there mate well it, it, I'm actually quite pleased with that I'm not the biggest Bret Hart fan but if it'll shut Hogan up all for it <laughs> he's still not the, the the biggest fan of Hulk Hogan and not got any I faith in what he's going to do I never was a fan of Hulk Hogan so 
So a lot of people have uh, have said he, he's changed his ways and he's he's going to be different when he comes into uh, comes into TNA. So you're, you're not a big believer of that. Um, no, right. As much as I do like TNA, because they've got some amazing talent, it's just I just I just think he's just doing it for the money for himself, and he's not going to be considerate for for the other talent. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm sure within the first six months he's going to have the title off AJ. Mm. I hope not, but I think you're right. I I am of the opposite camp. I think he's going to come in for maybe one big match. And really? Then I think that's going to be it. I seriously think he is going to be more of a, a kind of mentor, backstage kind of presence. But do you think Hogan's ego will not allow it to subside enough that he doesn't want to be in the limelight? Well, he'll be using the TNA brand, or sorry, the Hulkamania brand to push TNA. That's what he'll be doing. Who was the last person that Hulk Hogan actually put over? Uh, Billy Kidman. <laughs> exactly. And that's a fact. <laughs> no, since he returned from WWE, right, The Rock, he faced The Rock. Yeah. Over, even though he didn't need to be put over. Yeah. yeah. But then he, he's had matches with Shawn Michaels, he didn't put him over. He had Randy matches Orton. with Randy Orton, he didn't put, put him over. Yeah. Um, on the Hulkamania tour, he had like a week a week's worth of matches with uh, Ric Flair Ric Flair lost every single one of them I don't think you can you can consider that as as part of a you know a, a company or a promotion I mean that was just a publicity tour basically yeah, I know, but I, I, if I was on that tour I'd at least put Ric Flair over once I think the, pro- the problem with, with that would be putting Ric Flair over the fans in Australia came out to see Hogan Win it was the they, Hulkamania Forever tour, so they on that point, I can the, see the point. They came out to see the you know the the twirl in hand and cup in the ear and, <clears> and, and and you know the pose down and all that sort of stuff. I think maybe the one thing I wouldn't have done is put Hogan versus Flair every night. No, changed it up a little bit. Yeah, you know, and had Hogan go over a couple of the other old people. Times. Like I mean, something Hogan was was great at doing was going against the, you know the big monsters. Someone like um, when he was around at the time, obviously Umaga. Hogan yeah. versus Umaga would have been great. Umaga could have flown around the ring for Hogan. Yeah. Would have been good. Yeah, completely. So, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. It still remains to be seen, all this, all the TNA stuff. So, uh, only got a couple of weeks to wait and we'll, we'll find out for ourselves. Um, what do you think about uh, TNA tonight, the final resolution card? Um, it looks all right. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. I'm looking, for the da- I'm looking forward to the Daniels AJ match. They're just going to take it to the limit. Yeah. Um, I think Desmond's going to go over Kurt. Yeah, definitely. Those two are going to be matches of the night. I'd uh, have thought so. I think Feast of Fired. Do you know what? I know people are saying that um, Kurt is going to get the Fired briefcase, but I don't think he's not. I don't think he's going to get a briefcase at all. Okay. So I think who- Homicide might get fired. Homicide. Yeah, because he wants. This is the thing, though, right? Because Homicide's in that little um, feud with suicide mm. and but he wants his release anyway doesn't he yeah yeah that's true so this might be a another thing that, that I've just thought of that, that could be on the cards is how about um, Kevin Nash is the one that gets fired and then has to petition to, to Hulk Hogan as his you know as his good friend to, to sign him back up with the company something along those lines I, just, right, I think if Kevin Nash gets fired he needs to get the job as um a commissioner type GM character because last week when I watched it when Kevin Nash was in charge I thought he did a really good job yeah well especially with the mud wrestling match yeah that was <laughs> match of the year <laughs> that's, 
best match TNA have done all year <laughs> in seven years I think that's the best match they've done I, I honestly thought Velvet Sky was going to have um, a, a Miss Kitty moment he, oh that would have been brilliant that would have been great or as the technical name for it it's a wardrobe, wardrobe malfunction. malfunction yeah, yeah. <laughs> If they'd have brought out Mae Young at the same time, yeah, then that would have been, uh, you know, you could have felt it coming. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, uh, we, we've got uh, lots of calls coming in, so um, thank you very much for calling in, and uh, we'll see you again next year. Yes, I'm, hold on, I'm throwing my name in for Listener of the Year for 2010. I'm just saying it now. Okay. okay. All right, you, we you have to maintain your listening uh, figures throughout uh, 2010. We, we haven't even announced the winner of the Listener of the Year for 2009 yet. No, but, but we'll get to it. Okie dokie, my friend. <laughs> have a great Christmas, won't you, Fram? Alright, you too. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye. Stop calling me on the phone, you mother <laughs> <laughs> Warn me next time you do that. Can I just clear something up? Go on. I am not leaving the fucking show. Aren't you? <laughs> Let's take a call. I've put all your stuff on eBay now. <laughs> Go. <Fuck> off. <laughs> Hello, Azzy. Welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. Have a back night tonight. Uh, and Andy, I still know you fixed it. <laughs> I did not fix it. Sure you did not. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to get judges in, impartial judges here. Yeah, and what's the, what the hell was wrong with Wisdom of the Fear, Paul? I still can't fathom the numbers that were in there. Uh, what it is, is everyone who's got any amount of votes over 30 uh, basically petitioned all their friends and family to join the uh, MOS forums and vote for them. Yeah, our forum figures went up drastically. Yes. And how many of those people are still active? Zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, dear. So, uh, basically, oh. listener of the year is who knows the, who, who has the most friends. That's uh, what it should be renamed as. <laughs> Not good. Well, maybe next year you can do listen to the year with the phone calls. <laughs> vote with phone calls. Do you know we we might have to resort to something like that? I think yeah. We'll come up with a new way of deciding who listener of the year is. Yeah, not allow any new forum uh, members for the whole time. Yeah, that could work. That would work. Basically, you need to put a in order to vote. You must have thirty posts. That's a good idea. We'll take that on board for next year, I think. Yeah, we've got 12 Definitely. months to revise it, so yeah. we'll, we'll sort it out for next year. <laughs> but, okay, Anyways, what? about Hulk Hogan, uh, he said in a recent interview that he does not plan to wrestle. Yes. And so I wouldn't worry about him taking the title. I'd do much more worry if uh, Kevin Nash gets, uh, gets his dirty hands on the title. Yeah, we'll have a, a, a rebirth of Diesel again, maybe. That'd be good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't scare me before Christmas. <laughs> oh. For Christ's sake, if if they want to bring Scott Hall to them... <coughs> yeah, I mean, that's uh, another person that... Ha his name has been floated around. And, and apparently, Yeah, I mean, they've, they've, been, they've all been clean for a little while now. I mean, that... I mean, still not in the best shape, but a, a lot of people have said that Scott Hall's not, you know, he's off the drink, he's off the, you know, anything else he's been doing, and he's been backstage at TNA, and he has been, you know, speaking to people, so it could be on the cards, we don't know, it's, uh, if it's going to happen, I think it's going to happen in the first couple of weeks of 2010. Indeed, I mean, TNA is going like, uh, with, like WWE in Attitude Era, right? Exactly, like yeah. So why don't they bring someone who will definitely put attitude in TNA, Jake the Snake. Give him a couple of drinks before the show and watch him go. <laughs> it is, it we'll have a piss in the middle of the ring. Oh. Um, you know, that would be good. That would be good, I think. 
It sort of reminds me when Shane, D Shane Douglas did all up in DNA thing. Yeah, yeah. Two people now have gone down in history as throwing up in TNA. First one, Shane Douglas, and then Consequences Creed. That was a moment of two thousand and nine. That yeah. was, wasn't it? Seriously? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Is it on YouTube? Uh, yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He puked up in the middle of uh, of Attack of Ultimate X. Yes, it was Ultimate X on yeah. pay per view. Yeah, was yeah. it? Wasn't pretty. Uh, uh, not good, not good. Uh, TLC, I didn't watch it all. I just want to say that uh, John Cena and Sheamus, uh, Sheamus looked so botched. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I'm I surprised. At, at first, I was I was thinking that uh, Cena was supposed to win and Sheamus just got over the, just by botch. Yeah, yeah, and then they'd switch the title back the next night on Raw. Yes, because it looked, I mean, I looked at that uh, about three, four times. It, yeah, he legitimately jumped backwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, and, and he, uh, even doing that, he barely hit the table and was all all over one side of the table. It just didn't look natural at all. You know what would be what would have been funny if he would have hit the table with his, with the back of his head right on the metal spike. Yeah, that would have been good. And uh, yeah, kill John Cena. It'd be as dead as Brittany Murphy in the middle of oh. the ring. Snap. <laughs> <laughs> too early. It's not too early. Ah, oh, she's been dead since Jeez, eight this morning. The body morning. is still warm. All right, as dead as Michael Jackson. Then <laughs> that's not too soon. You can't say that. No, nah, that's not too soon. No. <laughs> oh my God! You know those soundboards you can find on the internet? I found one with Ivan Sheik. God, he made so many Michael Jackson jokes. <laughs> He's a legend, Danny. <laughs> Brilliant. So many, uh, yeah. Jeez. Oh, TLC. Ah, now I'm waiting for the Rumble. And the hell, I guess Sheamus will keep his title until then. He might drop it there and have a feud with the person who beats him till WrestleMania and have one of main events there. Yeah, yeah, I think he'll he'll drop it um, at Royal Rumble. He's not going to be the champion at WrestleMania, WrestleMania, I don't no. think. Although they... he might be, uh, you know, they like to switch their titles like hot potatoes. He might lose it uh, in the Royal Rumble, get back it in uh, No Mercy, uh, whatever uh, it's called. Yeah, the whatever the next one is, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, go in as a champion after that. It's yeah, Sheamus isn't big enough to go into WrestleMania as a headliner. That'll go to back. He'll be back on Cena. Mm. You know, but uh, I think Vince has recently has uh, understood that he must build new stars, and the best way he knows how to do it is shove them down our throats until we get sick of them. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, hopefully, it's not going to be overkill. I know um, they're they're having a lot of trouble getting Drew over with the fans, but uh, Drew McIntyre. But hopefully, you know, given time, he'll develop. Uh, a bit more I, I, ju I know we've we've been crying out for ages for them to build new stars bring new people put belts on new people but I really hope the, the problem is they're going to the other extreme and they're doing it too quickly um, and oh, I hope they don't uh, ruin people like uh, Seamus and, and Drew by just forcing them on us too quickly otherwise we're going to have another rock Cena syndrome yeah Cena syndrome exactly oh my god uh, family guy and wrestling fan both in chat room think Andy would be good as a phone sex operator from leaving them away. <laughs> yeah, we, we we try not to read that one. Oh, and the flower in, flower out come out again. Oh, I forgot to get that. That'll be for Fuck. 2010. Yeah, no. definitely. Flower out, flower in. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, God. We've got to do it. Oh, my God. Uh, but that heart interview definitely was worth the price. Yes, yeah, very pleased with that one. Uh, it's going to go down as, as one of our all-time uh, classic interviews, I think. Um, and you know, we can now technically call him WWE employee Brett the Hitman Hart. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, what uh, what else I wanted to say? 
I wonder what all the, what the other way David will do, because he says he does not want to go to TNA, but he's hanging awful lot around the place recently. Mm. I think, yeah, I, I still think he's going to, we'll, we'll see a, an appearance from RVD on uh, the 4th of, of January at TNA. Yeah. I know we've that, said it loads of times before, about. but... That's what I want to talk. Fourth of January. Yeah. Uh, if we assume that Bret Hart is going to guest host uh, the RAW, right? Yeah. What else is there to draw people? People don't give a fuck about title matches anymore. No, that's true. At least I don't. I care about TNA title matches because mm. they don't switch their titles like that. About WWE, I couldn't give a flying Jesus fuck about it. Um. I don't know. You, you, what do you do? Uh, Maurice and Kelly Kelly um, lingerie match or something? I don't know. Smackdown Divas versus the Raw Divas in the Naked Panties mud wrestling match. <laughs> Fuck naked match, you mean? Yeah, yeah that's what go. I meant. That's a, that's a gem from Extreme Warfare Revenge. <laughs> exactly. Brilliant. <laughs> Adam Ryland, we owe you so much. <laughs> I love his uh, match comment at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> As it, we don't... I think he's an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, I know you gotta cut me off, so bye everybody. We'll see you next year. Age Against the Machine beat the fucking X Factor. Woo! Oh bye. yes. Oh yeah, you gotta love that. Asi, have a great Christmas. Have a good Christmas, mate. We'll see you in 2010. Bye. Okay. Stop calling me on the phone, you mother. <laughs> you warn me next time you do that. Every time. Sorry. I'm producing in 2010. Right? No, you're not. Right. The music. <laughs> No, you're not. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Here comes the music. It's time for the finale. For the finale. Listener of the Year 2010. 2009. Yeah. We haven't had Listener of the Year 2010 All yet. All right, then. Right, let's go through the uh, some of the votes and uh, go through the who's, nominations. who's done what. Yeah, the nominations. That's what okay. I was trying to say. The nominations are for Vinto, for Price, uh, for the Goat from Mars himself, Azino Massa, Mr. Priceless, Scotty220, Dan from Chicago. Ron Stryker, Easy Money, Zach, I've always known his voices, and Ben Ford. Okay. Now, the winner. <laughs> that was just for price, though, eh? Yeah. The winner, with a resounding 22.4% of the total vote, there was one vote in it. Yeah. In fact, there was one vote between the top three. Okay. Okay. In third place. Yes. With uh, 32 votes, that's 21.1% was Vinto in second place with 33 votes with 21.7% of the total vote was Ben Ford and our winner of the 2009 Ministry of Slam Listener of the Year with 34 votes 22.4% of the total vote he is one half of the Northern Ireland connection price what the fuck (laughs) I mean I mean (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you played the wrong sound effect, don't you? Now, they did send us a statement. They did. But in true X Factor style, we're yes. not going to read it. Are we? No. Why? Because they're in the chat room. They're in the chat room. They made it in. They made it in. Are they going to call? Well, I'm going to surprise Alan. So if you can connect the phone lines. Oh, shit. I've just unplugged it all. Sorry, right, okay. Mate. No, no. It's good. It's good. It's good. I'm calling Alan right now. Okay. So we're actually calling Alan. Tell me when it's connected. Uh, it's still got calling at the moment. Okay. Uh, Alan, pick up the bloody phone. Hello, Alan. Hello, how are you? We're doing good. Listener of the year for 2009. Congratulations. 
thank you very very much and entry into the hall of fame yeah the, f- the first <laughs> MOS listener to be entered into the 2009 hall of fame well that's a real honour th- appreciate it guys thank you very much there, there's not a lot else uh, well we, of course company in the hall of fame uh, you've got Velvet Sky in there with you yeah beer money well I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna complain about that. At least there's gonna be plenty of beer and very nice looking lady. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately you've also got um you know, people like Bret Hart creepily sat in the corner watching the whole thing pan out, so You've got Nora that, in there that, as well. That, that might be off putting, I must admit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just think you can get you Natalia's phone number, alright? <laughs> no, well, that's, that's that's true, that's true. <laughs> so that, uh, that, that, no, that I wouldn't complain about. I could put up with him for that. <laughs> you you'll finish for work for the night. Luckily enough, managed to get away a wee bit earlier, grab last minute shopping for Christmas and then get back for the last half hour. Brilliant. That's good. That is good. We weren't expecting to see you at all, so it is it's excellent to, to see you uh, in the chat room and uh, and have you on the phone for the last show of the year to, to receive your award. In person. Exactly. Absolutely. We kind of kept this one hanging out to see if we could actually get you in the <laughs> get you on the phone line. So that's fine. Now, you want to add uh, Chris in very quickly, don't you? Yep, absolutely, please. Okay, so just bear with me a moment. Don't cut Bill. Alan off while you do this. Okay, I've never done this before. No, it'll be all right. Just don't. I press don't call because we've we we obviously received your um uh, the, the, the statement. But as you guys are um obviously live on the show now, we're, we're going to let you read out the statement yourselves. Yes. Yep, sure thing. If Chris answers the phone. If Chris answers Chris, the phone. answer the phone, Chris. <laughs> it's like running around trying to get his headphones. And he'll, he better have the statement ready because I don't have it. Well, I do. I, I have got the statement in front yeah, of me. Yeah, I've got a copy of it. So uh, is, is, Has he answered yet? No. Stop calling me on the phone. Chris, answer the phone, goddamn. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> Dinner or word Chris, answer. Yeah, Chris. God, this is. <laughs> Is that Chris? That's Chris. God, you really think that isn't him? (laughs) The Hulk Hogan fan himself. Oh. Well done to Mr. Price, although um, apparently it's the biggest screw job ever. It's all about Dan in Chicago who says it's disgusting. No, (laughs) disgusting and crap. But well done, Price. Yay. Thank you very much, my friend. Thank you. Well, exactly. it, was, it was all voted. Now, is this the first time in 2009 that you've actually been in separate locations calling up? Because normally you're in the same place. I yeah, would I say it's pretty close to it, yeah. Yeah. Wow. wow. History and the first last show of 2009. Yeah. There we go. So, uh, yes, as we mentioned, um, you emailed in a statement, which we, we do have here, but as we've got you guys both on the show, it would be uh, it'd be great for you to, to, to make the statement um, uh, yourselves. If you've got a copy of it, <laughs> I, have, I haven't got a copy of it. Chris has a copy of it. Okay, it's down, down to Chris then. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> to the Ministry of Slam hosts and its dedicated listeners, we thank you for the opportunity of running in each week. By the last two weeks, due to work greatness, yes, that is sarcasm, but we wanted to extend our <laughs> Christmas wishes to a few of the MOS Republic. Um, so just a few names here as is thank you for making us laugh with the LWO Legacy Feud and for being an all round great guy to have fun with in the chat room Mr Ron Stryker our birthday wishes to you our friend and we hope that 2010 is a far better year for you health wise and you have a great birthday and Christmas if anyone deserves it a big slice of happiness it's you um, voices of Mr. Priceless, enjoy your Christmas we hope you're random we enjoy your randomness in the chat room and on the phone if Prices doesn't phone in, he's dumped from Legacy. Uh, <laughs> yep, finally, yep. 
Finally, Liam Andy, we want to thank you for making us laugh and enjoying our Sundays with some touching up people. Um, it's part of our Sunday evening now is to listen to the Ministry of Slam. Um, Alan and I wish you all the best for year two and hope that it's bigger and better than the first year. Uh, we thank you for being the MOS hosts of the year and to just to all the listeners have a wonderful Christmas and a safe and happy new year. And if you're not doing that, we got four words for you. Terry Funk being spit Terry Funk being spit roasted. Yep. There you go. Just 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 played the sound effect as well. Awesome. Thanks. Awesome statement. Statement of the year. Moment of the year that was for, for Ministry of Slam in yeah, 2009. Yeah, I, can, I can give my award over. There, you go. <laughs> there we go. Guys, it has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, thank you for those uh, for those words. Yes. Definitely. Not a problem at all, guys. Definitely. And uh, again, we, we've um, we've mentioned it a couple of times tonight. Year two. Uh, it all goes down uh, one night before the big uh, the relaunch of the Monday Night Wars yeah uh, Sunday 3rd of January 2010 7pm we're going three hours lots of surprises lots of prizes as well to be given out and we've actually um, the, the numbers increased now with the, the prizes now increased got. to 20 prizes courtesy of Lawrence and the fantastic Voodoo Vegas yeah uh, the hottest unsigned band in the UK today and of course they did our theme song So Unkind check them out Voodoo Vegas dot com exactly and uh as i say uh we've got guests booked for the f- for every week in january so far and yeah. we're working on getting the, the rest of the year booked up as well so it's all just going insane and uh you've just got to tune in third of january and listen to year two of mos because year two is bigger than year one but we couldn't have done it this year we couldn't have got through it without all of you guys listening into the show so thank you for joining up uh, thank you for joining us guys thank you for calling in weekly you kind of made the phone calls uh, and, and Azzy and everybody else who's called in weekly yeah uh, kind of a, a very interesting experience <laughs> <sighs> yeah um, we're going to have to cut you off guys and we've got to start wrapping the show up but congratulations again on the award and happy Christmas absolutely thank, thank you very much guys again happy Christmas to everybody brilliant and uh, we'll see you guys next year for year two absolutely see you then see you guys bye bye take care so there we are listener of the year Price and uh, his right hand man from the Northern Ireland collection uh, collect why do I keep saying collection you you say it every single week it's connection connection Northern just think of the colossal connection I don't it's, it's a tongue twister I, I keep saying collection the Northern Ireland collect, connection yeah. I've done it as well now. do you know what I'm going to do to uh, start with the um, you know the, the end of, of the show you're playing Rage Against the I'm Machine I'm playing Rage you? Against the Machine fucking brilliant um, the Christmas number one for the UK beat the X Factor and Miley Cyrus's The Climb yes exactly again I haven't got anything against the X Factor guy I just don't want to be told what Christmas number one should be <laughs> you know why are you you know riding the coattails of a fucking TV show because he won it yeah I know but it's the only people they're not doing it because they like the song they're doing it because they've got used to the guy on the TV that's a good point that's a good point dude yeah. that's it that's it for year one that's it for year one that's it for 2009 Yes. What a year we've had. Fucking so love far. this song. Originally released in 1992. Yeah, I knew I'd heard it before. <laughs> they can't even release a brand new song. They release a re-release. Exactly. 
well X Factor can release a brand new song they stole one from Hannah Montana okay fair enough anyway um, <laughs> so that's been year one as, as we said I, I can't reiterate it anymore uh, the website is going down either late tonight or tomorrow to be replaced with a holding page where you can still get access to the forums uh, you can download tonight's show uh, there's going to be a banner on there to help you promote uh, Ministry of Slam year two get to uh, see our exclusive new logo will be featured on there awesome and uh, also uh, keep or, or keep checking the website there's going to be little updates to it you'll see what I mean when you uh, when you see the uh, the new site but uh, the main website itself will go live on uh, the 1st of January the first day of the new year and uh, we're going to be giving away some of our trade secrets and what you can expect from year two on that site specifically uh, some of the changes about the show specifically and uh, our first guest of 2010 yeah. he's featured very prominently on the front page of the website and I can't wait to see his website because I've seen an early 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 beta version of it but I haven't yeah. actually seen what it looks like now so I cannot wait uh, to do this thank you to everyone who has joined us throughout 2009 uh, thank you to Voodoo Vegas for giving us so unkind as yeah. our theme song we're going to be playing that in a minute <laughs> yeah I'm going to be playing that in a minute uh, and uh, yeah that is it do you know there's something about that I want to say about Lawrence from Voodoo Vegas what's that you know we met him he's a great guy but he's mongers there you go just yeah just for Lawrence <laughs> <laughs> awesome uh, that's it I, I'm so hesitant to wind the show up for the for the last time this year but it's got to be done so thank you everyone for listening to the show thank you for everyone for sticking with us uh, you've given us the incentive to make the show the biggest the best uh, the number one uh, pro wrestling show in the UK in Europe Next up, we conquer the world, ladies and gentlemen, in year two. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. And a happy birthday to Ron Stryker for Thursday. Uh, uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, I think it is. Tuesday, it? Well, sorry. And happy birthday to Crane for Christmas Eve. Oh, Invisible Crane. It's Grant's birthday on Christmas Eve, so happy birthday to Grant. And uh, Merry Christmas to every single one of you. Happy New Year. We will see you live at 7pm, January the 3rd. And yes, I will be here as well. Yes, Andy, Yeah. despite rumours and jokes to the country, Andy is part of the uh, Year 2 crew. At the moment. There we go. There we go. <laughs> we'll see you in 2010. Have a fantastic Christmas. Happy New Year. Get pissed. See you later.